I hear fucking. I hear Barrett do that shit one more time. I'm gonna slap the taste out of his big ass mouth. Who's mine? Barrett. <laughs> oh, Barrett for talking too fucking much. Freaking yeah. eco creep. Real quick, it's uh, Jesse and I, and we've got a guest. It's Mr. Seth Myers <laughs> from Who's Next Gaming Entertainment. Who's Next Gaming? Mr. Seth Myers here. Glad to serve you. Oh, hello there. It's me, <laughs> Seth Myers. Yeah, straight down here from New Orleans. It's exactly how we all talk. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. It's pronounced Nolens. Uh, no, it's New Orleans. <laughs> he lives there, bro. <laughs> Keith will. It's, it's Nolens. That's how uh, Keith says it. Yeah, also, Keith like, it's, it's not Nintendo. It's Nintendo. I mean, it's Keith is Keith. <laughs> Uh, uh, he says it the way he wants to, but everybody else around here says New Orleans. So, you know, that's how it goes. Well, uh, so still down here, man. This still week, live. we are doing our uh, our big Final Fantasy VII remake episode. And it's going to have a lot of Final Fantasy stuff because a couple of us are playing a lot of Final Actually, all of us are playing different Final Fantasies as well as yeah. the remake. So. Yeah, so there'll be that. I mean, I'm, there's not too much because I, I think news is kind of like whatever. A lot of the news lately is just about like, you know, parts getting held up or the systems coming out. I don't really care. It's not really fun. So there's not really much cool news. There's a couple things that got announced, uh, one of them that I can remember. And then other than that, it's just Final Fantasy, bitch. And a couple of games that I picked up because of all these ridiculous sales. And one you missed that you're really sad about. <laughs> That's the one. I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit. I'm yeah. I'm playing it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. you shouldn't be playing video games while we. F- you motherfucker! You son of a bitch. So, uh, Jesse, I mean, you don't you don't give two shits about that uh, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge movie that just dropped? Is it out already? Yeah, man, I watched it. I bought oh. that. Shit. That shit was actually pretty dope. I didn't know I I knew it was coming out soon, but I didn't catch it right away, so I didn't know it was already out. But yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm going to buy it because how much was it when you bought it? Like fifteen bucks? No, no, I bought it for twenty. I bought it online. Yeah, twenty. Uh, well, okay. So here's the thing. Before we do the podcast intro, quick question is. Are there bonus features? Because digital shit is usually just a movie. Like I used to enjoy Blu-rays and DVDs because you had a bunch of like behind-the-scenes features, trailers, or is it just the movie? Uh, I think when you buy it through iTunes, which is what I normally do now, you get special features with it. I haven't really went to investigate it, but I know iTunes purchases typically come with special features. And if you get the Movies Everywhere app, you can buy it in any marketplace and have it everywhere. You can have it on Google. You can have it on iTunes. You can have it on YouTube. You can have it accessible anywhere, any phone, anything. Okay. So I've been doing it that way and buying them through iTunes because iTunes typically comes with those special features. Now, are they the same ones that come with the DVD, uh, Blu-ray? I mean, I'm not sure if they're exactly the same. So you can check that out you know, and see. But um, I just... Like watching the shit, I like playing the games and doing it. So I uh, watched the movie. I'm I'm curious to know your thoughts on it after you watch it. So I would hope that you text me or something after you watch it because they make some um, they make some changes that I'm not too mad about, but they definitely be controversial. 
Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm definitely going to so, watch it. What, I'll, what I'll most likely do is I'll most likely look for, I'll look out for like a Blu-ray because I I have a problem watching things digitally sometimes. I hate to say this. I've never seen Street Fighter Assassin's Fist because I know it came out as a YouTube segmented show, but I don't want to watch it unless I have the Blu-ray because I know there's features on it. Because uh, mm-hmm. the same thing with the Mortal Kombat series that came out that was done really well. I have the Blu-ray of that, and it's got a whole bunch of awesome features on it that are just as good as the actual show. So I will get around to the Mortal Kombat if it gets on a streaming platform or if I can find a physical copy. But I'll, I'll probably watch it fit, soon enough. Physical copy. Yeah, I've seen it. I saw it in the wild once, and I my dumbass didn't buy it. But I know I can easily go online and just order it uh, for maybe 15 bucks or so. Dope. And with Mortal Kombat, I feel super bad. I bought the the collector's pack or the combat pack, and I haven't even played it. I loaded it, and I see, like, Terminator, Joker, Nightwolf. I think I tried Nightwolf because he looked the most least interesting because I usually will pick the least interesting characters and save the cool ones last. So I haven't really been playing Mortal Kombat fuck all, which I feel bad, but I'm playing so much other shit. Anyways, where can they find us, Aaron? They can find us at facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. Same naming convention goes for Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, you can email us at nerdsthepodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow our Instagram, which rarely updates, but you know, Keith's been on and off uh, at nerd, pod, nerd podcast on IG. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> we can we can run through our, you know, bye weeks because it's been two weeks since Jesse and I recorded. Um but about, yeah. Um We've been on fucking quarantine, so it feels like one day. It feels like one long day. Dude. Yeah, I, I don't even know what day it is most of the time. You know how normally when you're working, you're like, shit, I thought it was, you know, Wednesday, but it's Monday. I literally thought it was Wednesday and it was Friday. And I was like, holy shit, where am I? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? It's just. Yeah, it's kind of a bitch. It's just a cycle. It's like. Jesse, it sucks that you have to, you know, leave. And actually, you too, Seth. It sucks you guys have to be out working. But at the same time, it does save you a little bit of the redundancy of working at home, which is awesome. Do not get it twisted. I'm not complaining at all. It's just it helps to make you feel like it's one long day because it's such a repetition of being in the same, like, two rooms of your house for, you know, a week. (laughs) I've done, like, I pick up usually... um, lunch once a week at a thai restaurant and sometimes i get like pdq and i get the drive through whatever but those are the only times i leave my house and i usually grocery shop once a week or once every two weeks and otherwise i'm literally here and it feels like i just exist in frozen in time dude well i'll tell you this be careful going to those grocery stores um one of my partners um actually one of the guys that does the the podcast with me man um he works at walmart's and uh he got the coronavirus holy shit so oh no that's terrible is he at risk at all is he or is he no not really in fact he had it he got it he got tested on a whim he wasn't really feeling bad or anything but the thing is he lives with people who have severe health conditions i say severe not severe maybe that's too strong a word but they definitely they're not very good with their health Mm -hmm. And um, so he was just concerned because he knows he's working at Walmart all the time. And he was like, fuck it. They're doing these testing centers, certain places around here. He said, I'm going to go get tested. 
And fucking five days later, they called him like, yeah, you got it. And But he hasn't had a symptom. He said he had a little bit of diarrhea. That's about it. So now I actually been quarantined at his house, chilling. And uh, so far, nobody seems to be, you know, any bad, no severe symptoms or anything. I guess the worst has been just some diarrhea, which I believe has been linked to it. Yeah, I but, um, um I read an article about people saying like how their symptoms manifested or whatever, and there was one girl who was like, "I had it for you know, and all I had was diarrhea," and yeah. it's weird because I mean that's my life because who knows? Yeah, so we'll know. never know. We'll never fucking know, <laughs> man. Because <laughs> I'm a drunk, so like it's basically that's just the way of life. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So I mean, uh, he's doing okay. So I mean, I'm glad to hear he's okay. Sounds and I mean like shit for all intents and purposes they might have already passed the system because it's been yeah. at least a week since he got tested so depending on how long he had it beforehand I don't know but I mean Walmart man it's infested I would probably say every Walmart if you're not careful you, you got it like I, you just might as well because it's it's just so many people. Going back and forth, especially down here in New Orleans. I don't know how bad it is over by y'all, but in New Orleans, man, they've got like baskets set up to create lines inside the Walmart, and they're like, you know, letting so many people in at a time and shit like that. So they're trying to do things to cut down on it, but I mean, fuck. Yeah, I go to this little Publix by my house, and um, they just basically, I wear a mask and uh, they have someone who wipes down the carts immediately when they come in and gives it to you. You know, they're all wearing masks. They got like plastic shields up and, you know, I just try and stay away from other people. I try and stay six feet back. Um, but I only go, you know, I go once once, once a week usually or once every other week, depends. Because um, I just, all I eat is cereal and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and then usually I like delivery dude's lunch (laughs) and that's my life i have cereal and then some kind of delivery and then peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a grilled cheese and i live in a cycle of misery yeah strong just adding exercise to it man i've been hurting because i don't have a gym but i've been doing like 100 something push-ups outside do some pull-ups i got a pull-up bar that i use uh, you know, squats. I do like I got some weights around the house, not a lot, but just trying to be creative. Got some exercise bands, and then it's just simple shit you can do to try and keep it up and then go running. I've been doing a lot of running outside and stuff too. So, I mean, being in good health helps, especially if you get it from what the word is out there. So, I would say try and be diligent about those things too. Yeah, I, um, yeah, go, sorry, go ahead, Jesse. Uh, well, I work in a grocery store, which is a bummer, but luckily the thing with like things like Publix, which is the, the what Southeastern major grocery chain uh, in the States. And then like Walmart's is there's so many other things they offer that people they're more crowded. Like my grocery store is just food. Like we don't even, we don't sell supplements. We don't sell like a million soaps. It's just fucking food. Um, so it's a little more calm, but if you notice Publix is always out the wazoo because they also sell like cigarettes they sell lotto not sure if you guys notice but lotto lines are just packed all the time like these idiots are out here buying lotto tickets every day uh which is completely moronic and then walmart's just the worst because people are bored so they want to get out of their house like i've heard people say like people like joke with me and they go 
uh, ha ha ha, there's nothing else better to do because you guys are the only ones open and had to get out the house. And it's like, you, that's not why you should be here, you fucking asshole. You should come here once a week, get what you need, and leave. And I see, like, there's this one couple that's, like, in their, like, late 50s, early 60s. These assholes are in my store every other day buying stuff for, like, a specific dinner. No, And, and it's like, don't, like, don't come here because you're bored. Uh, and that's the problem is that the people are just leaving their house because they're bored. I don't know if you guys saw in Tampa or whatever, Jacksonville, Less than less than 30 minutes after they said, all right, fine, the beaches are open. Less than 30 minutes, the beaches were flooded with people who wanted to go walk on the beach. Fucking stay home. I, I, I just I still can't understand how people I mean, I get it. People are different. They get cabin fever. A lot of us were trained to stay in by, by playing video games our whole lives, especially us in our 30s. We've been playing fucking Nintendo Sega Super since we were kids. So I'm fine with this. Like, I get it, the joke, ha-ha, nothing changed for me. But literally, I have no problem spending days on end not leaving my house. And I just wish other people had that kind of, like, uh, I don't know, discipline to do that. Well, it's like These assholes are, like, coming to the store to buy, like, one pack of, like, parsley. Fucking assholes. It's like you see people going to the beach, and you're like, fucking idiots. You know, it... I don't know. I I try not to be as negative these days. I'm trying not to be so like get it and die because that's where my mind immediately goes is like, fuck you. You deserve whatever happens. But it's like you deserve whatever happens to you if you decide to go to the fucking beach for no other reason than you're fucking bored. Like the yeah. same thing with these fucking idiots that are protesting like, bro, what are you protesting? Yeah, People are trying to keep you alive, you stupid asshole. And if you want to go take your old ass out with your other old ass idiot friends and go die, then go do it. Like, well, with with those protests, what I also noticed was is if you look at like the majority of all the footage of all these protests with, with these states that are saying we want our liberties back, which once again, no one took your liberties, asshole. These are like stay home orders, but they're not like it's not like other countries where they'll kill you if they find you in the street they're asking you please stay home but if you notice these mobs of people who are protesting um i guess they need to double down on their ideal or either ideology for this protest so none of them are wearing masks yeah none of them are protecting none of them are wearing gloves they're just saying no fuck it we're gonna protest it's all good if you want to be that stupid and you want to protest then at least do it responsibly cover up properly and spread the fuck out but no they're all just open-faced standing in mobs what's funny Who is knows? the people that coordinated it all said please stay in your car you know we're just gonna drive down to like wherever they were going and beep and like you know basically say like let us fucking leave but it's so dumb it's like <laughs> i i don't know man i see it and i know where it comes from and you know political shit is not fun for you know video game podcasts so who cares but it stems from tweets that say liberate whatever state liberate whatever state yeah. and then those people come out and they fucking act like their liberties are being taken away it's like no 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 dude people are just asking you to stay home so you don't kill people you love but yeah you know if you want to go yeah, do it grandma Netflix. go fucking get it like yeah the earth will breathe a sigh of relief when you and the rest of your gene pool whisk off into the fucking nether see god damn it i did it i didn't mean to do it i wasn't trying to get there this it's it just frustrates me man this is why like i try to stay away from facebook make sure i'm still good my computer is acting weird let me just say no to that okay i'm still good right yeah okay cities right 
Are we talking about that yet? <laughs> oh no? God. Maybe it's not appropriate. I'm sorry. It's uh oh not yet. We'll get to it. <laughs> it's it's uh it's a thing, man. They're like they're like, what if she always puts her arms and shoulders as far back as they can go? <laughs> and clouds. It's like her fucking move is just, just like hands behind the back, chest out. Ain't I pretty? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but still. And like lean over and then Cloud just goes like, whatever, dude. Oh, I don't care. And it's like, fuck <laughs> <No>. you. <laughs> I don't know, man. We Jesse and I talked about this the other night, but we'll, we'll, we'll uh, just about a lot of the, the remake, but spoilers. Been interesting playing through the remake after beating the original again, having the original like fresh in my mind. Cause there's shit I completely forgot about that. Like when I was playing through the original, I was like, what? Like, for instance, you know, uh, Hogo, the scientist? Mm-hmm. Ho- Hojo? 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 Yeah, I think it's Hojo. I forgot. Now, y'all all played the original, right? So I wouldn't spoil yeah. anything if I'm talking the original. I'm talking original, not remake. No, the original, I, that's 23 years. You can spoil yeah. it. Yeah. So Earth dies. I forgot that Hojo is Sephiroth's dad. Yeah. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I forgot, too, that Vincent, the girl he likes, uh, Lucretia, I think his name is something like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Sephiroth's mom. Yeah. She went with Hojo, and they had a baby, and then infused it with Genova cells and shit like that. So, like, there's shit like that. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I completely forgot that that shit happened. Yeah. You Well, so you've been playing the, the original, um, and I've been watching yeah. your videos. I saw you beat both of the weapons, Emerald and uh, yes. Ruby. fucking right, dude. Yeah, that, how, geez, that okay. must have been brutal. Not so bad if you come. I, look, I watched a, I watched a couple people do some strategies on how to fight these guys. So I kind of researched some shit, learned some shit, and um, it's it's not so bad once you get a rhythm of the fight. The worst one is Ruby Weapon because Ruby Weapon, you actually really got to strategize with him because he has a move where he does like a sand trap, and he'll take one of your characters completely off the board, like gone, like you can't revive him at all. And that's a problem because you don't know who it's going to be. So what happens is if you enter that fight with two of your three characters already dead, it'll pre-activate his secondary mode and he won't do the sand trap. So then you've ba- – but and he's also – you can actually uh, use a, a – I think it's called a dazer and paralyze him. He's actually weak to paralysis. But it's very temporary. It's a small window you get. But it's enough to revive your allies back. And then basically you need to get like a, just get as many mega elixirs as you can and just fucking throw those bitches. And you can do that if you go, if you do the work and get like all the extra materia and shit. Like there's a W item materia. And you can use that to just stock up items. You can actually just, boom, one, two, three, four, build up mega lectures, build up, you know, certain items that you might need. Hero drinks, things like that. Yeah. So I used that to get stocked with some items. You know, came in with dead characters, revived them for Ruby Weapon once I kind of dazed them. And then had Cloud use uh, Knights of the Round and just kind of keep using that. But the thing is, like, I was like, fuck, I don't want to get a gold chocobo. Like, that's a lot of work. I did that when I was younger. But I'm like, fuck that shit. I don't feel like playing that dumbass game. But if you beat Emerald Weapon, the reward from that is you get three materia that are 
the ultimate materia that have every single magic attack, every single summon, and every single command in the fucking game. So I didn't even know those existed. I'm getting yeah, a weird uh, electric noise. Do you hear that? I do too. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna pause. Too. Wait, I think it went away. Yeah. You good. Uh, yeah, I think I think it went away. I'm gonna pause. Right All right, here. so there's two ways to actually get those materia. So one way is to beat Emerald Weapon, and you get it. So you'll get Knights of the Round that way. Another way is if you level up to like the five stars or whatever many stars it is, every single like magic materia. You remember those huge materia that you can get at certain points in the game? Do you remember mm-hmm. that? So they stay floating in the Cosmo Canyon in um, Red 13 or, ah, shit, I forgot his real name. Everybody just says Red 13, but it's not his real name. It's like not, something with an N. Anyways, you can go there, and um, he has them floating there. That's how you get zero Bahamut. But if you, like, level up all your magic materia, you you can trade it in and get a materia that's every single magic attack in one. And you could do that for the summons, you could do that for the commands. Or you could beat Emerald Weapon, and you get them that way as well. So I beat Emerald Weapon first, kept my physical attacks up, um, Omni Slash, all that shit, you know, worked on getting all that shit together and knocked him out that way. And then when I got that summon, because like Ruby Weapon, he's impervious to physical attacks almost. Like you can hit him, but it'll do like, like 100 damage, you know, like something weak, like shit. So you got to get the summon and get that Knights of the Round and just keep using that bad boy and keep everybody alive and do your limit breaks when you can. But like on Ruby Weapon, they don't do that much damage. They do some, but like physical attacks don't really do much to them. It's it's uh, magic attacks, especially like summons. And uh, that's how I ended up beating them. So uh, it wasn't too bad. They were, they were like, I mean, Ruby Weapon I did within the 20 minutes. I think I had like five minutes left when I killed them. And uh, I think I emerald and Ruby was probably like another 20 minute fight or so, something like that. But he killed me like twice. And the third round, third time I went, I got him or something. So nice good shit, man. But uh, no, nah, it's been good playing the remake. I'll get into it when we get to the remake and talk about some of the things I remember from the original being a little more fresh off of it. That because they actually they hit those notes of everything that's happened in like the original stuff. A lot of that is in the remake. It, it it really does good about keeping this a remake. So, but anyways, man, go ahead and uh, do the weeks. Well, I figured that was part of your week. You can just continue. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'll I'll smash through mine. I'm not gonna take too much time. Um, that one, uh, Resident Evil Nemesis Three, uh, Resident Evil Three Nemesis, the remake or Be- the oh, you played both, yeah. I played both. I beat both of them. So everybody's been bitching and complaining that three. It, it's not as uh, it's not as good as two remake because it's not as good to the um, to the original material and, and and they're right. There's a lot of things that they did in there that kind of like they took away the choices. So like in the original, you actually were hit multiple times with choices on whether or not to fight Nemesis, and you could choose to fight him or not fight him. But certain times you just had to fight Nemesis in the original. In the remake, you're not really given the choices at all. You just you can run from them on the first meeting, but almost everyone after that, you just got to fight them. You kind of run and fight, whatever. And uh, they take out the clock tower, which was a big thing in the original that's gone. But And it's really short. So for me, though, it's not worth the $60 unless you're going to play the online shit. 
But how, I how short? I heard I heard eight hours. Five hours. Five. Yeah, I did it in about eight. I mean, five hours is if you're kind of running through it, and then like shit. I've seen speed runs. People do it in fifty six minutes. Beat the whole game. Jeez. I mean, I that's saw, fine or, if there's ways to do that, but if there's no end game or no reason. I mean, I don't need a game like Persona 5, which is way too much, but if the campaign is, let's say, if you take your time 10 hours and there's nothing else to do, that's kind of a dick move, but it depends. Maybe the game is meant to take be taken in in that, mu- that much time. I'm okay with a short game if it's good, but yeah, a $60 price tag for no end game stuff is kind of whack. The original was fairly short as well. I think yeah. my run of the original was about like uh, 8 to 10 hours, if I remember right, too. So, and I mean, a lot of that might have been exacerbated by me dying by Nemesis a bunch playing on a hard mode. Now, once you beat it on hardcore mode, you unlock nightmare mode. And after you beat it on nightmare mode, you unlock inferno mode. And from what I've heard, those modes add in a bunch of new shit. Like, not really story beat shit, but like a bunch of like new enemies and different things where I hear is it's really worth a playthrough uh, again. And being so short like that, I do find value in that I will go replay that probably two more times. Just crush it because it is fun. It's fun. It's a good game. I enjoyed it. I'm hoping there's a perfect spot for them to put Clock Tower DLC with Carlos. I hope they do that. I would like to see the Clock Tower come back. But everything else was kind of there. I mean, there a lot of beats from the original were in this new one. Like some people I've heard online are like, it's nothing like, oh, it's, and it's not that. I mean, it does honor the original in some, like some ways for sure. And I, I could be more forgiving on games because I just, I don't know, just, I'm just that way. But I mean, I didn't think it was terrible, but I agree. It's not worth 60 bucks. Unless you're going to play the resistance stuff, unless you're going to play the online stuff and you think you'll have fun with that. Maybe it's worth the price tag then. Have you done any online? No, I'm not really an online guy. But you Um, haven't even opened it to see what it what it it even is. I have opened it to see what it is. It is fairly interesting. I did a tutorial of it. Um, One of the guys on my podcast played a little deeper into it. Uh, you, You basically one person plays a mastermind and the other people play survivors. The Mastermind, it almost plays like, I wouldn't say like a card game, that's not right, but you basically have certain like like monsters or certain like things at your, you know, at your ready so that you can just plan out like a level with, okay, I'm going to have these monsters here, these monsters here and stuff like that. And as the survivors go through, these things activate and if they get beaten up, you can put in more monsters and things like that to do that. The survivors play through what the mastermind has laid out. And then the survivors try and fight all that. I mean, some people have heard it, it's fun. Some people it's, eh, it's, it's, I guess it's just whatever you're going to get out of it. I mean, uh, I, again, I'm not that much on the online stuff. I like just playing my story games. I like playing my one player run throughs. Um, so, but Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, uh, I mean, I'd give it a solid, I would say three and a half, but if I had to go whole, I'd go four out of five. It, it is a good game. It does play good. Um, the dodge mechanic for Jill is is very interesting, and it's it's fun, and it's a much better mechanic than it was in the original. In the original, that dodge mechanic was garbage, hot trash. It yeah, I, I did see the new one is pretty neat. It's pretty cool. 
cool. Like the, the like it's kind of like an active dodge, and depending on if you do it at the right frame, you get like follow up attacks or like yes. it looks pretty neat. I, I will I will say that. Yeah, it is. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, you're playing as a kind of a veteran, I guess, is the concept with Jill as opposed to like Leon and Claire, who were like rookies and, um, you know, Chris's sister. They were coming into town in RE2. Um, The boss fights are a little more fun. They feel more fun than RE2 Remake. Uh, But there is more puzzles and more of the, I guess, the central aspect of what Resident Evil is in RE2 Remake. However, I did find it interesting that you do go back to um, you do go back to the police station, which was in the original game. You go back to the police station and you actually see why certain things are the way they are when you get there in RE2 remake. You see why they're that way by playing RE3 remake. Oh, nice. So I, thought that, I thought that was kind of cool. It was a nice touch. Like, again, there's some good stuff with that game, but it is it is a little short i don't I, to me i don't hate the shortness of it but if you look at it from a value perspective i can understand where some people might have some quabbles i don't feel bad that i spent 60 on it cuz i really like the game and I, i'm a fan of the series but you know if you, if you're on the fence I, I would say you can wait till the price drops price goes down especially yeah. re2 remake is like 20 bucks so if you haven't played re2 remake get it get it for 20 and play re2 remake and then yeah. you know I've heard that I've heard that two is over an overall better game than three. Three is definitely cool and awesome if you like Resident Evil and you should be playing these remakes. But I heard that two is an overall better kind of package. And two didn't even have DLC, but it's just a longer game. Uh, I even heard Mr. X is kind of cooler than Nemesis. So again, two had DLC. It had free DLC where you actually got to play as um, the, the mayor's daughter. Uh, I oh, forget really? You can actually play a sequence with her, and you can play a sequence with, I think, Kendo? I think it's him, or uh, I think it's Kendo. You you play uh, two different sequences with two different people, but it plays more like a survival attack with a little bit of story added in there. And it was free DLC. You didn't have to pay for it. So that was RE2 Remake. So yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it did actually come with some extra stuff. But it wasn't like very big, heavy story content. But it was a little, I mean, you, you got to play as these different characters and like experience a little bit of their story side of, of what was happening. So, um, yeah, no, there was, there was a little bit and it was free. So that, that's always good. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, Doom Eternal, uh, play through that on nightmare mode. Uh, I just recently beat that one too, not too long ago. So, uh, I heard the final boss is a huge damper. I heard the game uh, is super awesome. And then the last boss like sucks. Like it's difficult for just for the sake of being difficult. It's not very fun. This is what I heard on a spoiler free thing. Someone was like, I kind of saw what it was like a dude, but I heard uh, someone say basically that the whole game is so awesome. And then the final boss is just kind of whack, but I don't know. I can't really tell. He looks cool. I had fun fighting him. Uh, It took me a minute to really get it. And then once I got it, uh, you know, I kind of smashed him. Um, He's not, He's not as fun of a boss as the other bosses you fight. Uh, I'll give you that. I don't know if it just like, I guess you could say it, it hurt the ending, but I, I didn't take it that way. Um, it, it was just a different kind of boss that really made you use everything, like everything you got. So, well, a lot of the stronger stuff that you got, I'll put it that way. Um, but it, it, it was still good. 
this Doom Eternal is probably the best to me. And you know, another problem I've heard is a lot of people on podcasts, I've been hearing a few, like between like the um, Giant Bombcast and um, there was another podcast I listened to too. And a lot of people are complaining that uh, playing it on PlayStation, like you just you just can't play it on on a, on a PlayStation. You can't use a controller. You, you got to use keyboard. This game, you have to use it. It's just too difficult otherwise. And I say bullshit on that. I mean, I just went through the whole fucking thing. Now, look, I've seen speed runs and I've seen other people do like ultra nightmare runs. And I've seen the PC and PC does have benefits. It does have benefits against the system. I'm not going to deny that. One thing is you can um, you can take your weapons and put them on um, the number keys so you can actually flip through your weapons very fast and like hmm. kind of use them all in succession to to help you with clearing out rooms and things like that much more efficiently than you can do with um, the PlayStation or the Xbox. So I, I will give it that, but it's not a broken game because of it. It's not like, oh, I just can't play. Like, I don't know. I've heard people talk like that about Doom Eternal, and I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I mean, I got through Doom 2016 and Doom eternal and nightmare mode I, I i can't really say that you know but then again i haven't played on pc as a comparison because i don't really play pc so but but to say that it's just because some people made it sound like it's just you can't beat it on a on a console and that's just not fucking true so i mean and i, I got my ass kicked but i i persevered and, and made it through and beat it and uh the way that it balances just all your weapons in your wheel and every battle you have to strategize. It's really like playing chess where doom 2016 is playing checkers doom 2016. A lot of people praise that. And they're like, it's some people have even saying it's still better than eternal. And I'd have to disagree. Um, like 2016 is good, but like there's a couple things in there. Like the super shotgun almost breaks the game in my opinion. Because you just end up once you mastered a super shotgun in 2016, it has a double shot that just obliterates most things. You just end up just sticking to that. At least that's what so I the, did. The double shot is four shotgun shells at once. Yes, mm -hmm. and it that's shoots pretty that nuts. Like pow, pow, like that. Well, because I'm playing a little bit of six. I'm trying to juggle all these games at once. I'm playing 16 as well, and I'm turned off by the new one eternal a little bit because it looks like it's too much there's like double air dash plus you can pick up more air dash things in the air so like it looks like it's way too com combo focused because even 2016 i'm having fun it's great but god damn dude it's it's unrelentingly fast and you cannot take a moment like i i'm like running around and i, I see an enemy switch to my heavy machine gun and I want to like stop and like aim at his head and like hit him and I'm dead. You can't like ever get a moment of calmness to like stop and aim. It's constant motion, which is fine. It's different for me, but the way that eternal looks, it looks like it's even so much more of that, that I'm kind of intimidated that it's just going to be, I'm not going to be able to focus on what I'm doing because it's so fast. Uh, I, I would say no. I mean, if 16 is pretty fast. If you can handle 2016, I think you can handle Doom. That whole double, that like double dash, that becomes second nature to you after a while. And using those orbs to do that, those are like, those for the extra dash. That's not part of your battle. That's just part of like some platforming. 
To me, okay. I actually enjoyed some of the platforming. I thought it was kind of fun. I, I Some people didn't like it. Some people liked it. I'm the one in the camp that actually liked the platforming. It wasn't too long where it felt like it, you know, it, all right, I'm kind of done with this. I want to fight now. It felt like a decent break in between some of the battles. So um, I, I enjoyed it. And, and that's only platforming stuff. You don't, that stuff doesn't really come into play. So you're not doing five air dashes while you're fighting like, Freaking turret buddies and a giant cockademon. So that's all just traversal kind of stuff. Yeah, that's all traversal stuff. When you're when you're fighting, the only thing you really want to do is they basically set out like, okay, if you want ammo, you got a chainsaw guy. If you want yeah, shield, that's how sixteen was. If you want a shield, you need a flamethrower dudes and then kill them. If you want um, health, you need a glory kill. They they kind of split it up into three factions. Where yeah, I like that about 2016 as well. 2016 doesn't do that. 2016 yeah, does. 2016 has the chainsaw for ammo or the glory kill for health. Yeah, but you can also chainsaw and sometimes get some health with it too. And also, you oh. don't get any shield. You don't get any shield with a with a chainsaw or glory kill really. So in in this one in Eternal, they break it up into three parts. Now, you can combine them together for some awesome shit. Like, I can use a freeze grenade to freeze everybody, flamethrower everybody, throw a regular grenade. They all blow up, and I get a bunch of shield and health right there. I can yeah. do, like, combos. Like, it's literally the Devil May Cry of shooters. That's nice. what I'm going to call this. It is, like, literally that. There's even parts in Doom Eternal where you, like, you do secret missions. And if you do them you get like extra points to upgrade shit. Just like in Devil May Cry, where you stop and you find like little secret areas and you do these little mini missions, you almost get something exactly like that in Doom. Like it is the Devil May Cry of first person shooters exactly. And uh, I think it's pretty fucking fantastic. I think most of those things that seem intimidating at first, you'll get very accustomed to. And it actually makes for great gameplay. Whereas you connect all the dots and do this battle and have everything happen, you feel so accomplished afterwards. Like, And you have these like cool-ass moments. It's definitely one of the best first-person shooters I've played in quite some time as far as just like story mode, first-person like shooter. Yeah, I'm not comparing nice. it to the online shit. So, um... But yeah, uh, other than that, that's kind of been where I'm at with games. So, and um, also hardcore, uh, hard mode only Facebook group kicked it off. And uh, if anybody's interested in joining, uh, basically we try to share some gameplay stuff of anything on hard mode or the hardest difficulty. And uh, then it's also where we can talk like stories and stuff like that on games too. Like if you want to present some ideas or thoughts you have on Devil May Cry or Doom or if Resident Evil. That's what the Facebook group's there for. Um, so you can join in and see what we're doing over there as well. Nice. But something I kicked off in the past weeks. Dope. Are you uh, still there? Yeah, I'm here. I just didn't play either Doom uh, 2016 or the Doom Eternal at all. Um, I didn't even play... Do you remember... Wasn't there a Doom 2014? No, there was a Doom 3... That's the one, but that was on the regular Xbox back in like I don't know, 2006. Yeah, it's really bad. It was really bad. They tried to make it like a survival horror Doom. Yeah, I remember you had to have a flashlight. That was the big thing. Was like you had to yeah either have a gun out or a flashlight, and then then they redid it, and you could tape your flashlight to your gun. 
Yeah, it looks it looks okay. Mm-hmm. It's just it, I hear it plays bad and it's boring. Yeah, I didn't play that slow. either. I heard it was very scary though. Like I heard it was actually effectively scary. Um, I'll just go real quick. I so I started watching Ozark, which I really like. Uh, I'm on season two, uh, but right now I've like not been feeling like watching it. So I've been watching horror movies again. When I first started quarantine, I was just putting horror movies on because. You know, if work gets really busy, I can't really pay attention. So it's fun to just have like an old Friday the 13th or something on. Um, so that's what I've been doing lately this week because it's been a little crazy. Um, and I've been playing a ton of Final Fantasy 14. Brian uh, from Comics Lobs started playing two weeks ago on uh, a Sunday. And I saw him on Discord. You know, I saw that he was playing it. So I'm like, shit, you're playing that? He's like, yeah, I just started, whatever. So I'm like, I'll sign back up. Fuck it. I'll, you know, I haven't played an MMO in a while. And man, it hooked me. Like, it's just really good mindless uh, gaming. Like, it's easy in terms of like the quest. You know, it's it's an MMO. So the quests aren't like fucking hard to follow because it's one of the ones where they just put everything on the map for you. It's like, here's where you got to go. Kill this stuff. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, I ended up paying an extra $10 to buy uh so the in because i played the game when it first came out and i got all all the way to like the second to last end game quest so this mm-hmm. time i played through all those and then i did the last two quests because i wanted the magitech armor because they give you uh basically not armor sorry uh mount they give you a mount that's basically the magitech from final fantasy 6 that you're you know you start the game walking in um and so yeah. i just wanted that for nostalgia's sake um and you have to finish the main campaign and it's like a reward for that so i did that and then i was like i really wanted to play a dark knight because i was playing an uh bard which is like an archer and queuing for dungeons takes fucking forever as dps because you know there's a lot more dps than there are tanks and healers and normally i tank but when we first started brian was playing a tank so i'm like all right i'll dps but he kind of has a lot more free time than me so he's been playing a lot more just because you know he's his job, uh, you know, isn't working right now, so I'm having to work all day, you know. So he's killing time. So he outleveled me. Um, the cool thing is you can, you know, group together and stuff. But he's like, he's doing a bunch of shit. He's trying to finish out, um, getting to level sixty to get this other class, whatever. So we just didn't have time to play together. So I was like doing a lot of queuing alone. Um, and luckily I got into a guild, which are called free companies in that game, but. Um, I got into one and they're really helpful. Like there's always people that'll like jump on a healer or jump on a tank and um group with me. But so I was like wanting to switch and I wanted to go to Dark Knight because it starts at level thirty and I was like, I'll just get to level fifty, I'll switch over because you know, to get it, it's basically from the first expansion. So you have to beat the main campaign, you know, the main story. Um and so I thought, oh, I'll just beat it, you know, whatever. So you do like 130 quests or whatever, a ton of quests. You get to level 50. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I look up online and it's like, no, no, no. You have to beat all the quests that they added in the patches from between the launch of the first game and the expansion, which was like two years. And it's another like like 100 quests and they're all dumb and they're all very low XP because the the original game max level was 50. So I was already level 50. So all the quests were made not to really give you anything other than money and, you know, like story. Well, it's all shit. Well, it's, yeah. It's all but fluff. Still, you can still do them, though, and, like, have fun. No. And get your get the story stuff and get money and shit. But it wasn't worth it. So it was because I wanted to be 
a, a tank because a lot of them open up dungeons and it's real frustrating when you're trying to queue and you have to wait 30 minutes to get into a dungeon, you know? And you're just like, I mean, I would just yeah. do other quests and whatever, but I was just really wanting to play a different class. I was really bored of the archer. So for 10 bucks, they had a thing that's like, you can pay us and we'll give you an item that'll complete all, this, all the, the main quests and give you the amount of money and items you'd get. And they unlock like a mode where you can just basically watch all the quick cutscenes of each one. Um, so you don't miss anything, you know? So I did that. It was like 10 bucks or I think it was like 10 99. And then I became a dark knight, and now I'm having a blast. So it was definitely $10 well spent. Um, but yeah, it's the cool thing about Final Fantasy 14. It, it's cool for people like me and also sucks for people like me because I'm an altaholic in MMOs. Like I like to make new characters and try new classes and different races. In this, one character can be every class in the game because you just switch jobs. It's you know Final Fantasy style. You can just switch yeah. your outfit and all of a sudden you're a new guy, um, which is very cool. But for, you know, which is cool for an altaholic like me because like, okay, I can do it all on one guy and I can just switch back and forth and dick around and try things out. But you don't get to change your race or whatever. Like, you know, it's not like you can make different looking characters or whatever. But uh, I named my character. He's like a little, um, they're called Rathgar or Hrothgar, which are basically what Kamari was in Final Fantasy X, which I forget the name of their their race in that game. But like the lion, oh. lion men, um, he's that. Uh, and his name is, first name, Tim Allen, all one word. Last name, oh. <laughs> God damn it. Everything has to be a joke. Uh, so good. Uh, it was because we were joking about it on Discord all day, uh, the day that I created the character. So I was like, I'm just going to make it that name. And then my second guy, because I made a different guy just to to fill out um, the guild that Brian was making. Um, his name was Just a Little. Ronzo. Uh, Ronzo. There you go. The other guy's Mar- name was Just a Little Ronzo. Guy. Yeah. Anyways. Sorry about that. I just, it just jumped in my head. Yeah uh yeah so they're you know i look like that but the sucky thing is for some reason that race can't wear helmets like if you put a helmet on it just doesn't show up and i'm like but i want to see my helmets so i might switch because i'm like i want to wear like i'm a fucking tank i want to wear like a dope helmet and you know look cool so i may switch they give you a potion that you can take like at different stages you get a couple of them that you can drink it and then the next time you log in you can change your race and uh looks if you want so I may cool. do that. Uh, and other than that, I got Persona Five Royal. I I cracked when I when I had to reorder my Final Fantasy Seven remake. Uh, Best Buy had a copy of it, so I was like, I'm just gonna do it. So I'll play that eventually. I got Trials of Mana coming this week, uh, which is the new Seiken Densetsu Three remake, Secret of Mana Three remake, um, where they fully redid it. So it's getting pretty good reviews. So I'm excited about it because I played. Uh, through Seiken Densetsu 3 on a emulator way back and I really loved it so I'm excited to get to play through it again um, and that comes out Tuesday um, but I don't think Amazon's already delayed it to the 18th so another extra or no sorry what is Tuesday uh, the 28th I think yeah it'll be like the 28th now which is annoying but I'm in no rush again it's like one of those things where it's a single player game it's not going anywhere I said that about um, fucking Final Fantasy VII Remake, but uh, I had to review it. Like, you know, we were going to review it, so I'm like, I have to kind of get it. 
So. Yeah, I almost didn't get it either. Uh, I mean, I, obviously I was going to. It, it was really like the day or two before I realized seven's coming out, dude. There is no, there is no. Let me wait. What are you doing? So I made sure to get it. I got it. I actually, I got it a day or two early, luckily, uh, which I did. I, I didn't play it for the first two days. So it, it did. I, I still did the thing where I buy a new game and I don't play it for two days. Yeah. But I eventually got around to it because it's like, dude, it's seven, and yeah, you you want to review it and you want to play it and not fall into those spoilers. Um, yeah. Even though we'll get to some of those mild, there's like not really spoilers, but there kind of is. But uh, I definitely, I don't want to blow through the game, but I definitely was like, I need to be playing this the first week that it's out because it's kind of a big deal. Oh, I lied. I think it comes out on the 24th actually. Um, mm-hmm. And so I won't get it until the Tuesday following. But I could do it on Best Buy, and it says get it by release day. I think I'm just going to swap to Best Buy and stop using fucking Amazon because it's dog shit. Because Amazon's fucked. And Jeff Bezos made like an extra $25 billion during all this stuff. Um, yeah. Which is really funny. Um, but yeah. And getting where you fit in. So that's all I've been doing. Just watching a lot of uh, TV and, you know, whatever. Oh, I watched Onward on Disney Plus, actually. And um, it was very good. I watched it. Yeah. It was very good. I thought I was going to cry a lot because my dad's dead. And, you know, it's about a kid whose dad is dead. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, But I didn't, actually. (laughs) Yeah, my daughter cried her eyes out. My (laughs) oldest. And um, I think my mom's, too. You know, so... (laughs) Yeah, I watched that a while back, and yeah, it's good. It's very good. It was, it was better than what I thought it was going to be. I actually did really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, it's very D and D, which I loved. Like, it's literally Chris Pratt's characters like playing the um, the version of D and D in their world, which is based on historical events because you know they live in a fantasy yeah. world. The whole story is like uh, they live in basically forgotten realms. If uh, being a wizard was super hard. Like magic is really hard, so people started inventing science just because it's really hard to be a wizard. Um, and so, magic kind of dies down. So whatever they, you know, there's magic that happens because we see, you know, you see it in fucking uh, the commercial. He like, you know, accidentally. Hey, he gets a wizard staff, right? If yeah, that leaves him a wizard staff. Yeah, and he he yeah. like halfway, uh, like halfway reincarnates his dad or whatever um but yeah it's it's really good so um if if you have disney plus i'd recommend fucking i'd recommend it heartily and if you have a dead dad and you're worried about dead dad club don't worry about it it ain't (laughs) that bad uh i did you know I, i teared up a little bit um there's a part where like you know they they fight or whatever you know and it's like I don't know, he calls his brother a fucking loser, and then, like, later he realizes his brother's awesome. That part made me yeah, cry. That's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty powerful part. Mm. Um, nice. But, yeah, it's really good, and you should watch it. So, what are you put up to, Jesse? All right, here we go. Um, so, mostly video games. I did watch a couple of movies or shows, maybe. I don't remember any of them. I know I tried to start watching Pet Cemetery. Uh, I think maybe let's save that for the next episode. We should both watch it. Cause you, did you watch it all the way through, Aaron? 
Yeah. Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Damn it. I did. Oh, no, no, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. I thought you meant the original. Oh, okay. So I think maybe next time I'll, I got to go in and rewatch it because I got to the point where the kid gets possessed, but now I, I lost it. But, okay, fucking video games. So I have been, other than working, my weeks are shit because I work. So I'm at work. It's not so bad. We have all the shit. You know, we have, they've hired people who do nothing but spray shit down all day and we have the barriers and everyone has to wear a mask. Whatever. Other than that, uh, fucking video games. So I've been trying not to buy a billion video games from all these sales, which I've been bitching about for months now, and I still continue to buy games. And basically, um, as I look through my list, I haven't really bought any newer games too much. I did get, actually, I did get a couple. So Twin Breaker came out, uh, A Sacred Symbols Adventure. It's a game by Colin Moriarty and Chris Reagan, uh, which is a Sacred Symbols is a PlayStation podcast. It's pretty good. You should check it out. So they put a game out. It's a it's like an Arkanoid Brick Breaker game. Uh, so it's very rudimentary, but it's he he like it's got like a story to it, and there's also a platinum you can get, which is dope. But the way it works is each of your twin sticks is a different breaker, and they're on either side of the screen, whether it's the bottom or the sides. So it is kind of it it is kind of sketchy sometimes. It gets crazy, like the the little. The little pong ball is bouncing around, and you have to like. It's basically double Arkanoid Brick Breaker style. Um, it's okay. It's whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, I'm just supporting because I support the podcast, and I I need another platinum, so I'm trying to get that. Yeah, so other than that, too, and I've been hearing them talk about that game. So I was curious here to hear you bring that up. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sacred Symbols, uh, a PlayStation podcast, is a great podcast. I mean, Colin Moriarty himself. I'm okay on him. He's all right. He kind of irks me a little bit. He's a little smug, but I do understand why. Like, he had a really cool career. Back when uh, GameFAX was, like, super young, like, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, he he started his career in video games, like, writing walkthroughs and FAQs for games. And then through writing walkthroughs, which takes a lot of fucking work, he got a job with, I think it was IGN or something. Yeah, and then I for, like... And, and then he started that company with uh, the other guys from IGN, uh, Greg. Um, yeah, it's called like something's funny or something or funny fun. or something. Kind of funny. Actually, uh, I usually listen to them for a while, but they kind of get they're a little too. It was still a podcast and you feel like somebody's just on and, you know, that's not the real person talking. Yeah. You know, that it's this manufactured personality. And and. To that degree, we I think we all do it to some effect, but it feels it's starting to feel a little more gross on them, especially now than what I remember before when I used to listen to kind of kind of funny. Uh, so I've kind of fallen back on them, and then the way they handle Colin Moriarty with that company too was was um well I don't know all the full details, so I don't want to say that too much, but it feels kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, because they, because he got kicked out of there, a company he started actually. But I mean, uh, officially, I believe he he walked away from it. But it was over. Uh, he made a comment on Twitter, a joke about women on Women's Day. Um, yeah, it was so, great. Th- that comment landed him an a, an episode on JRE. Two. He's been on. He's, he's yeah. He's been on Joe Rogan's podcast twice. Uh, yeah. And one of them was because of that comment, uh, which is because I, I was wondering, I'm like, how the fuck did he get on JRE? And it was because of that comment, um, yeah, which was fine because people can't take a fucking joke. It wasn't even that bad. But um, 
Yeah, he he's all right. He gets a little bit. He's kind of annoying sometimes, but whatever. The podcast is good. I enjoy it. I support the game. I support their shit. Uh, but so there was so there's that game. I can't remember what else I bought. Bought, but I've been struggling with like DLC because I've been buying stuff. Like I think I said last time, Fakum Ram came out on Tekken Seven. This Thai kickboxer guy, awesome. Uh, so, anyways, I'm going through the sales the other day, and this is like a conundrum that I found myself in. So the other day. I'm pretty good at looking through the sales. I do it every Tuesday. I load up my PlayStation Network after 6 p.m. Eastern time, and I look through what's updated. I go through everything, and I find a lot of shit. So I'm going through it last week, and I find Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, otherwise known as BB Tag, for $5. So Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, basically in a nutshell, Blaze Blue is basically what Arc Systems Work did after Guilty Gear. After they took a break from Guilty Gear, after... Right before they came out with Zerd or Guilty Gear Sign, uh, they came out with Blaze Blue, another hand-drawn 2D sprite game that had multiple iterations, whatever. And then they also went on to make Persona 4 Arena and Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, which were more 2D sprite-based fighting games and like anime fighters. The Persona game was really great. It was characters from Persona fighting with their like personas, I guess. Uh, it really is reminiscent of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because the uh, personas are basically stands from JoJo. So that game was awesome. I'm super bummed you can't get any kind of version of that on the PlayStation 4. I believe unless you play on PlayStation Now, which is gutter trash, because you cannot download those games. You can download PlayStation 4 games on PlayStation Now, but PS3 games are all... St- you have to stream them. So... I mean, I don't know what the fuck people are thinking when you think you're going to stream like Metal Gear Solid 4 or something like something with a lot of graphics. That's not a streamable game. I imagine maybe some of these 2D sprite-based fighters maybe will work a little better, but they're also super fast-paced games. Uh, they, then uh, there was also another game. So basically, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle is basically a Marvel versus Capcom style. It's 2v2 with like uh, your partner can come in and jump in and do attacks and the combos and everything and uh, controls are kind of or they're simplified super baby mode very simplified controls uh, but a lot of opportunities and it connects blaze blue with uh, basically everyone gets sucked into another dimension and after has to fight it's very very simple storytelling it's blaze blue cross persona 4 arena cross um undernight and birth uh exe late Latest, which is also abbreviated to Uniest Latest. Uh, that's a really awesome game. It's a 2D sprite-based fighter, very anime, very Japanese. But Undernight in Birth is a fucking awesome fighting game. It takes characters from that one as well. And then the new one they added was is characters from Ruby, Red, White, Blue, Yellow, which I believe is a Rooster Teeth like computer-generated anime show, I think. Ruby? And, yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, the yeah. cool thing was is that uh, Ruby's never been in a game. So that was like a draw. Like, oh, these are... Arc Systems work is is doing Ruby sprites. Oh, cool. Because everyone else's sprite is ported from their respective game. So I find this game online. Uh, it's the original version, the vanilla version, which right now is 20 bucks, but I find it for $5. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. If any game is $5 that looks decent, I'm going to buy it, even if I only play it for 10 minutes, because it's worth 5 bucks. Who gives a shit? I will buy a shitty game for $5 just to see what it's like. I don't mind it. I bought a drink for almost $5. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I don't mind buying. That's why I have so many games. I don't mind buying them. If a game is under $10, I'm probably going to buy it. 
depending on if it's the type of game I play. So I also notice, okay, the game's been out. Because when this game came out, I didn't really care about it because I saw... Because games like Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear are very... And even I'll even say Undernight and Birth, uh, EXE Latest, and Persona to an extent. Persona was a little baby mode. Nowadays, a lot of these fighting games just let you mash X and get free combos, but you can also do other things to play pr- properly and you get you know better shit. But uh, Persona the Fighter and then this BlazBlue game, especially this, let's just stick on the BlazBlue cross-tag battle. It's very simple. The controls are very simplified. Everyone pretty much has the same moves. They're just like fireballs. They pretty much want everyone to know the gameplay system and have it interchangeable, kind of the way Dragon Ball games have always done. So that all you need to do is master the gameplay system, know the subtleties of your character, and you can do really cool combos. Because if you were to go play Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue, it's so daunting because if you want to be good with the character, you literally have to spend weeks with that character because some characters have up to 15, 20, 25 special moves. When a lot of us are used to Street Fighter where people have two to four moves. So Guilty Gear, literally, like some characters have 25 special moves. That's it's just too much to handle. But Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle was really fun, but it's a little too simple. But it comes with 20 characters from all these character franchises. And I was very excited after getting it for five dollars. I was like, this is great. It has a story mode which you can play a 10 chapter, eight to ten chapter campaign for each universe. Each one takes about an hour, so it's about four hours of story content. And it's very anime. The cutscenes are voiced perfectly for like subs or dubs and it's super funny like i'm enjoying it it's like i'm super enjoying it it's very funny it's great whatever but when it comes to actually playing the game it's a little bare bones not much to do but i do notice there is a character pack update that adds 20 characters and then there's another 2.0 update where they rebalance the game and added story shit that adds nine more so the, the, the roster ends up at 53 characters and the night that I bought this for five bucks, I saw the other DLCs. If I got both of them to make the complete package, would it cost me 35 bucks? And I was debating it. And I didn't look at the goddamn date the sale ended. I woke up the next day ready to buy it. All prices reverted back to normal. Now I got to drop another 50. It's only 15 bucks I'm saving. Who fucking cares? But like, I got kind of bummed out that I missed that sale. And I'm debating right now whether or not I spend the $45 to add... 30 characters to my game that's really not that bad it's, you know uh but the problem is i'm wondering how much am i going to play this am i just being impulsive with my purchase i don't know uh i was playing it a moment ago i just put it down a bit ago but it's really cool it's it's a really neat game blaze blue cross tag battle i'm enjoying it but that made me go back and look at like grand blue fantasy versus which i bought which is one-on-one fighting it does not have all that anime madness it's slower paced. It plays more like Street Fighter. The characters are more grounded. And I love it, except the the character roster is really small, which is fine. But a lot of the characters are just whack. So my problem with Grand Blue Fantasy is it's like the perfect package, but their character designs are just really dumb. Like there's really good characters who just scrap and fight with you, but there's also like a girl who uses like archery. And I get it that she plays different. And it's like if you want to have a Shoto, play the Shoto guy. But there's, I just feel there's a couple characters that were wasted in Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. So I'm having a conundrum right now where I want to have a fully fleshed out anime fighter. And I'm basically debating on completing my BB tag roster or being a complete psycho and buying Blaze Blue 
Central Fiction, which is the final version of Blaze Blue, but I hate Blaze Blue. So I'm just having a problem not buying games. Um, so that's the first world problem. But that's about it. Other than that, it's just been Final Fantasy um, 7. And then the only other thing I've been playing is I restarted 15. I redownloaded it. Uh, we obviously talked about it a bunch last time, so there's not much for me to say other than the little differences I've noticed in the first 15 hours with the gameplay. I'm playing the Royal mode right now. It's the same shit. Uh, so 15 is a lot better than I remember it is. Now that I am kind of paying attention, the story is actually really good, and it's actually pretty neat. I'm really enjoying the story. I'm still not sure who Arden is. I hear that when you play his DLC, which I do have, it explains who he is. So oddly enough, the final piece of content they ever put out tells you who the fuck the villain is. But the game is playing really well. And the combat in 15, I believe, because we'll get to the combat in 7, I believe that me currently playing the combat in 15 has make, is made my transition into 7 better. Because I know 7 is a little weird because it's like a live action combat game for a lot of people who aren't used to that. And... Uh, the combat in 15 is actually a lot of the stuff that I, I, I bitched about before. And like, I think I just wasn't looking at it properly because the combat actually is more nuanced than I thought. You have to pay attention to your enemies' attack patterns and you can parry them and dodge properly. It's not just holding circle. Uh, the problem with 15 ultimately is that you can kind of just not really die. You have to kind of choose to die in battle. You have to literally want... It's hard to die. Because when you go to zero health, you're still alive as your health ticks down. But if one of your buddies comes up and pats you on the back, you're alive. So the only way to die really is if all your dudes die and then you die and you choose to not heal yourself. So that's what ruins kind of 15 for me is the fact that it's a little too forgiving when it comes to not dying. But have it's still died, it's still great. Yet? Say again? Have you died in 7 Remake yet? Yes. Plenty of times. Okay, so you can't. I haven't died yet in the remake, so that's why I was asking, because I'm wondering, so it, there is a difference between 7 Remake and 15 as far as Fuck the yeah. deaths go. Okay. Yeah, what, in 7, once your HP goes to zero, you're knocked out. Your, 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 your party member needs to revive you. And 15, when you go to HP zero, it zooms in on you and goes, hey, go to your items tab and see if you have potions. <laughs> or here's the best one. You, you go to HP zero... And then you can use a phoenix down to revive yourself. That's how Terrible. stupid fifteen was in that aspect. But still, yeah, um, no, in order, I, in order for, for not being that stupid, because I feel like it's like, I guess it's the option, right? Because you could be like, let's just cut the bullshit. We know you're gonna restart anyways. Why don't we just let you start right here and just finish it to get through the story, as opposed to restarting and starting it back up again and doing that whole cycle thing. It's at least interesting to experiment with that. I don't think I would necessarily shit on that exactly the, the way like that because it's just like, hey, let's try this and what, see what people say. Because it is, because, you know, it, it comes to one of my questions. I had. That was my Introducing bad. Introducing Seth's question. <laughs> no, that yeah. was my bad. I, <laughs> I was touching the iPad because I try to keep it awake. <laughs> I accidentally yeah. touched the button. <laughs> well, it's an introduction to my question, but it, it's kind of a uh, question that I have is like, you know, for uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake, right? Hardcore mode in there, one of the big factors of that was saves. 
Okay. So you had limited amount of saves in hardcore mode on Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 3, unlimited amount of saves. You can save whenever you want. Where in 2, yeah. you had to get cartridges. So saving a game and dying and restarting from a certain place was part of the difficulty structure of the game. But it also creates a very repetitive type of play style. Now, you know, if you're playing on hard, I guess that's that's part of it. But does that really does that really make something difficult, or is it just playing it good? Like for no, instance, I I I, I, I think really quick. I think it's I'm okay with. I think Aaron can back me on this. I'm okay with dying and having to do a whole bunch of shit to get where you were because that's the foundation of like Dark Souls. Is I, I I do it does suck you know when you haven't saved in three hours and you die like some games are the worst where you can be four hours and if you didn't save you're fucked and now you have to redo four hours that sucks the, the problem with fifteen was is it took away any sense of urgency with any battle you never felt like you were in danger uh, seven remake lets you die but what seven remake does is when you die it says again you three options one i think is just quit and then reload from your last save one lets you reload from i think your last manual check your last auto save checkpoint or whatever or they go do you just want to start before this fight and what they do is is they load you a couple steps away from battle activation so if you let's say like you set up all your materia and yeah. you have your fire material, then you fight a fire monster, so you obviously can't kill him with fire. They'll re and you die. They'll restart you, but you can pause it really quick and change your material up for the battle. So it's still kind of easy mode because they literally just say we'll start you off at the beginning of the round. But it's not like 15. 15 was literally like, hey, you just died. Are you sure you want to die? Do you want to revive? Uh, there was no ATB gauge like some mm. remake, so you could just use potion after potion after you could do that's the problem with 15 is it's too fucking easy when it comes to the combat but it's mm. not that easy once you're like super end game like my i looked at my previous file which was 240 something hours and i just started at a zero hour file and my 240 something hour fight yeah when i play that game on that file there's not much that can touch me and I can pretty much just hold circle and take the damage from the strongest enemies and kill anything. And that's why the game I think got boring for me. But even, but since right now I'm still early on and I'm actually choosing not to, I'm only leveling every like maybe five hours. So I'm doing like big, big jumps instead of constantly leveling. So now I'm still running into enemies who are tough and enemies are fucking me up. Um, it's a little bit of a bitch because all it makes me do is heal a bunch. But, but yeah, my bad. Kind of makes me think of Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, playing through Kingdom Hearts three, it was um, basically you just mash X and you could just do every ability under the sun, and like <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. I mean, there's a little more structure to a few fights, but overall the fights were pretty lacking, simplistic, and it was just kind of. <sighs> So I was disappointed. There's some things I like about Kingdom Hearts three. I don't completely hate it, but like it's, playing uh, playing a Final Fantasy seven remake is like, oh, this is actually how they should do these games now, in my opinion. Like this feels good. It's structured. It there's the strategy involved. There's you know a number of factors put in play here that make for interesting, fun gameplay. In my opinion, word Kingdom Hearts three was trash. Um, 
Yeah, it, it, it was. Um, there was a few moments in it as far as worlds and things that I thought were fun and, and visiting certain things like that. But yeah, for the, the hype, for how long it took and everything like that, uh, I don't hate on your your statement, uh, Eric. I mean, I, I hear the game was good. It's just that story-wise, it was a shitty no. ending. Gameplay was actually kind of shit, too. Cause, uh, oh, like no. I said, well, yeah. <laughs> Like I was saying, you just mash X. So what they introduced in Kingdom Hearts 3 was X does your attack. But then what happens is like you'll build up meter to do uh, these certain like amusement park ride attacks that are something. And then you also build up to do like each keyblade you have has a certain ability attached to it as well. So then you just and what happens is as you build up the meter, it just kind of cycles through where you don't even use your magic. Like, you have magic, but it's like, why would I use it other than to cure myself if I ever get that low in, in health? I could just keep doing these amusement park rides, Keyblade special moves, and attacks. Like, Goofy and Donald do magic shit or whatever. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. I just keep doing this recycle. I just mash X, and I can beat the whole game just mashing X. So... You know, it takes away, there's really no, because most bosses don't require much strategy in the way of like, oh, I got to use like, well, water to to attack this fire thing or like, oh, I got to, you know, work these things around. There was really not much of that in Kingdom Hearts 3. Not not at all. So. Yeah, yeah. I've never played any of them. I mean, whatever. I mean, maybe one day, but I doubt it. Yeah. The well, Other than that. The fucking Kingdom Hearts is I enjoyed fighting Sephiroth in in the Kingdom Hearts games. Like Kingdom Hearts One, fighting Sephiroth was like a big accomplishment. Like that shit was hard, but like it was fun, and I enjoyed doing that. And then Kingdom Hearts Two had that Sephiroth fight. Kind of disappointed Kingdom Hearts Three didn't have none of that shit. Kingdom Hearts Three didn't have any of the Square characters at all. No, not at all. Oh, yeah. Didn't they take them all out? Yeah, which is so dumb because, like, that's the fucking point of fucking It was supposed Kingdom to Hearts. be Final Fantasy Cross Disney. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing was it's Final Fantasy Cross Disney. And then they were like, yeah, but what if we just didn't do that? And then you just literally combat just becomes spamming fucking roller coaster rides because it's efficient. Yeah. Yep. What, what does that mean, spamming roller coaster rides? So you build up meter. And it allows you to do like uh, amusement park themed attacks, which which you use Donald Goo. It's basically team attacks between Donald, Goofy, and Sora, but they theme it off of amusement park rides. So there's a Pirates of the Caribbean ride, a Space Mountain yes. move, kind of like that, but not even themed off of them. It's more or less like oh, like go-karts, and then like there's a gun cannon on it, and you can shoot the bad guy. And then you you see Donald, Goofy, and Sora get in these carts and go around and shoot. And that's all fine, but like first of all, there's no reason why you're doing that other than Disney. <laughs> there's nothing in the story for it. And it just breaks the combat. The combat's completely broken because you don't need magic attacks anymore. The Keyblades have special abilities. You can use those. Yeah. Mix it in yep. with theme park rides and just attack and you don't need to use magic attacks dude it's literally spamming your weapon skill and then or your keyblade skill and then rides because when you're on the roller coaster you don't take damage so it's either like 
what you get is the pirate ship, you know, like the one that you can go to to a fucking carnival that just swings up and down and that hits yeah. people. You get yep. teacups that spin around and bounce off each other and hit people. And you get a carousel, which spins around super fast. And that's it. It's just that over and over again. It was, it's dog shit. That game is trash. Like it, it, it's so bad. I loved one and two and you know, they're, they came out at a different time. So we had different, you know, uh, thresholds for what we liked back then. It's, you know, you were a little more forgiving because things weren't out yet that like revolutionized gaming, but like, now it was so simple and there's a lot of final fantasy 7 remake that i feel is influenced by kingdom hearts 3 because nomura has been working on kingdom hearts for fucking 15 years and he's who directed this and i yeah we'll we'll get there spoilers for my yeah kingdom we're, hearts we're almost we're almost there um i think that's it i mean other than that it's just my whole regular shit of playing a million games at once like you know like i'm just trying to satiate this gameplay hole in my head um really enjoying final fantasy but other than that fighting games but i guess that's it man that's it for my fucking week uh other than seven um before we get to seven is there any like news i mean i know i have one thing to say one new announcement that came out yesterday it's about it because i don't give a fuck about talking about like consoles dropping or not like who gives a fuck we'll find out if the systems drop or not doesn't matter who cares i mean um, some games were delayed you know like last of yeah, us yeah last of us and what was the other def- one in fact i heard that last of us 2 they're giving people their money back it's already yeah it's it's last of us and another game they're automatically refunding people because they don't want to deal with cuz people are already finding out that like it might be delayed so they're having to have like extensive bullshit conversations where people want to refund and if you know one thing that's actually actually this is a, a, a pretty important thing for people to know you have to be very careful with your i'm just gonna stick to playstation because fuck everyone else you have to be very careful with your playstation network account uh i've had mine for 11 years now i think i got mine i think in 2009 or maybe eight you have to be really careful because when you had an account for so long and you've spent so much money especially i probably have i can only imagine i wish that they would have a counter to let you know how much money you have spent because I would imagine I spend at least a thousand dollars a year on my that. PlayStation Network. <laughs> you don't want. That I, I want to know because I'm, I'm telling you, I Dude. probably spend at least a thousand dollars on no, maybe let's say seven hundred bucks a year on PSN. Oh. Not even. Okay. Good. No, I was about to say you said a thousand dollars. I was about to say what? That's it. And you said a year, and I was like, okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah, I mean a year, and it's been like <laughs> you know over eleven years. I bet you, I've probably come close to eight. I'm anywhere from set between seven and nine grand, just on PSN. This isn't counting digital shit, and who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but I've spent so much now. You have to be super careful with your PlayStation Network account because if you have a bad night and you go on a multiplayer game. And you fly off the handle and get really angry and you call somebody an N-bomb or you say something really bad or you do some kind of fucking send somebody a really horrible message, you can get your account banned. And what people need to get is they can just shut your fucking account off and you will lose everything you've ever had. Like you will have to rebuy that $10,000 worth of video games. So one thing that I want people to know is you got to take the L the moment that you purchase anything on PlayStation Network. Mm-hmm. Because if you ever, you, what you'll do is, you'll let's say 
right now I fuck up and I I buy let's say I get drunk and I like I buy the hundred and twenty dollar um Fortnite package as a joke and I wake up in the morning and I'm like why did I spend 120 bucks on Fortnite and I call PlayStation and I say hey look there was a mistake I want to cancel it they go no there is no refunds no matter what no matter what no matter what if you go to your bank and charge back they'll shut your account down you'll never have it so you need to really understand is be the most careful you can don't I mean this is obviously silly talk but I don't talk to strangers on my PlayStation account that I don't know I don't message people if you get reported for something and it's skewed the wrong day, the wrong way, if I lost my PlayStation account, I would be so devastated because of the money that I've lost. Certain instances, what they'll do is they will cut the online portion out of your game, but you can still keep your library. But that has like adverse effects with certain games, especially games that are always online, because there's a lot of single player games that are still labeled always online. So you need to be fucking careful with your PlayStation account and don't fuck around and, um, and buy shit like don't ever charge back or dispute a PlayStation charge. If they charge you for some shit and you didn't want it, take the loss and just it's just money, you know, it's, it's what it's there for. So, um, so yeah, don't get fucked and lose all your shit. I would be so sad if I lost all my shit, if I lost all my trophies. Yeah, the worst I think I ever get is, um, when I go online with fighting games, sometimes I'll get people who get salty if I beat them. And they'll like send me messages or whatever, like, oh, you fucking scrub or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Well, you fucking just, asshole, you scrub, you bitch. That's yeah. fine. But there's, you know, there's, it, it all depends. But, um, most of it's messages afterwards. Sometimes they're audible, but a lot of people don't really talk too much on fighting games. So, yeah, it's my experience. But, um, yeah, other than that, I think it's seven times. Oh, yeah. The only announcement other than those games is not, oh, yeah. So, they're just automatically refunding people for those games for last of us two. And man, I forgot the other one and people are thinking it might happen to ghost of Tsushima, but they don't know yet. Uh, we do know that CD project came out and said they are down for cyberpunk. They're not going to delay it at least for now. Mm -hmm. They've said, basically we're good. Our people are still working on it. We're on track. So there's no reason like cyberpunk will come out. Don't worry about it. We're fine. So Cyberpunk should come out for the people who want that. I would love it if it was third person. Um, <laughs> the only other piece of news I found, I know there's a lot of other news stuff, but I don't care. But yesterday there was finally announcement. Streets of Rage 4 finally got a release date, uh, which is awesome. April 30th, so in about two weeks. Cool. What's today's date? What's today? The 18th. I know. The 18th. 18th. So, yeah, so in, what, 12 days? So about two weeks from now, we'll get uh, Streets of Rage 4. And then they also added a cool thing is there's, like, there's more than one mode. It's not just the new characters and new graphics. So there's 17 playable characters. Did you see that, Seth? No, I didn't. Okay. So it's dope because, you know, Axel Stone, I think, and uh, Blaze phoenix is her name and then adam something whatever they all came back they have redesigns it's great but they took every other sprite from the originals from one to streets of rage one two and three they didn't redo them but they kind of just cleaned them up and you can also play with all the original sprites and there's also like battle modes up to four players i think so there can also be like you know 
four like a four player battle royale or two on two battles or a four I think the up to four player co-op and there's 17 characters to choose from. So that's pretty awesome. I'm sure there'll be some other cool content in there. I highly look forward to Streets of Rage 4 coming out. And other than that, I think that's pretty much it for news. Um, I guess with Final Fantasy VII Remake, we are going to be talking about basically the first 15 hours. Um, we're going to spoiler, but there's no real spoilers. But there is, I guess. The spoilers are basically the new things. But we're going to pretty much... I think go up to meeting Aerith at the church uh and that's probably i would say maybe 11 12 hours into the game i'm at nine hours so okay. and i've okay. done every I would, say, I would say conservatively probably more like an eight to yeah. seven to eight maybe you know depending on how much yeah somewhere around there true i guess it depends how much you look around for stuff and all that that does play a factor let me before okay. I forget to ask this. Let me ask you guys. Uh, in the church, when you're running away, so we've already given the spoiler alert. You know, there's gonna be spoilers. It's not much to spoil. That's new. I mean, there's so a you're lot. Jumping of, straight to the end of the church. Well, I just have a I question. Mean, I did accept the Savior Jesus Christ personally at that church. So well, yeah, that's good. Did I you have did your? That. Is that what you're asking? Did you have your um your first communion there? Yeah, I did. Wait, wait, wait a minute, yeah, wait a minute. So, so you, I so you believe the there was a guy? Uh, huh? So you believe there was a guy who lived on Earth for you know thirty three years and he died for your sins and he was God's son and he was real? No. No, that's <laughs> it, it, it's, it, that's a that's an old inside joke. <laughs> I just love the way you said <laughs> no. It's completely super inside. But uh, go ahead. Um. So here's my question, just before I forget, because I found all the other materia that was hanging out. Is there a way to get the the yellow materia that's in there, or is that something we come back to, you think? I think it's something you come back to, because I didn't get it either. Yeah, I, it, it kept kind of forcing me to go through the cutscenes. They didn't give yeah. you a chance to walk around, really. Okay, because I thought at the end, after the Turks and the security guys leave, I was like, shit, I should have tried to go backwards, because the ghosts were gone, too. And I'm like, if I missed it, that's. I tried. They don't. They don't let you go. Okay. I've okay. tried to go back to the church, and it, it is like, oh no, you you got to go do this. Like, oh, oh yeah, no, don't work there. So yeah, the ghost the, the ghost pull you out of the church, and then you're out from there. You well, know, you're, you're on the rooftops. What is what he's saying is where where I'm talking about after everyone leaves and the ghosts go away, they do the thing where it goes like, bam, 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 and you can't go. There's like a fucking yeah like when you're allowed to roam around freely i tried to go back to yeah. see if i could take my way to the church again because not only i did my communion but i needed to go to the altar kneel down and get some special prayer for the coronavirus and they wouldn't <laughs> let me go back to church so dude like, i i hate that thing i hate that thing that fucking uh uh that stops you from moving around yeah and they're like no no we're going this way cloud it's like yeah bitch i know i'm trying to exhaust all other options before i go the option i know is the right one because that's how i think that's how i play and i think a lot of people play when we know that the right turn is the way to go to progress we want to take mm -hmm. every other turn first so we don't that's miss it. that one treasure box that wow. has like a one potion in it like I want every little two gill. I don't care. I want to do everything before I progress because especially nowadays with these games, I don't know if you're going to lock me out of this section of the game and I'm never going to be able to come back because that's, we'll get to it in a second. That's the problem with this chapter based 
RPG thing that was started in Final Fantasy 15. But I think I think we're jumping. I think can we, do do we start kind of like from jump first impressions and kind of move through because it's, sure. it's not really much. It's it's Reactor Five, Seventh Heaven. No, it's Reactor what Seven? Then Seventh Heaven, or I think it, the first one's Reactor Eight. Yeah, whatever. It, whatever. The first, the first reactor, reactor, yeah. Then Seventh Heaven, second reactor, Jesse's mission, Aerith. That's yeah. pretty much it. So, or actually, I, I switched those. But um, it's so, Jesse's mission in that reactor, then Aerith. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. So, uh, so the demo we all played the demo. It was one to one. If anyone's uh, confused or doesn't or thinks like I thought the demo might have been a little different. That's why I played it. If you're gonna buy the game anyways, don't bother with the demo. It's literally the you're just, yeah. you're just losing an hour of time. It's real like, annoying. Just, they cut, yeah, they cut some cutscenes out from the demo. That was just about one. it. Yeah, just, it's just yeah. It's one. It's the beginning. The demo starts off showing Aerith in the alleyway, and if you play the the real Final Fantasy remake game, we get a new like thirty to forty second scene of just like Midgar, and it, yeah. and it's nice. It's nice, and the cutscene starts, and then we get dropped off with Cloud in the train, and we do the mission. Uh, there's I mean, a flash Nebulum that I don't think was in the demo either. As you're playing through, there's a point where, like you know, he cuts and he's got that you know holds his head for a second. In the in the demo, I think they did not show us the flashback of this of Nebulum. I don't think we saw that in the demo. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I don't think. What's ne- what's, what's Nebulum? Uh, that's uh, maybe I'm saying it wrong, so correct me, please. But that's supposed to be the town that um, Tifa and Cloud grew up. Nibelheim. In. Nibelheim. I'm saying it Nibelheim. wrong. I'm saying it's all good. <laughs> from New Orleans. Nibelheim. Um, yeah, and so that's a, so they have added some new things. A lot. I, I think they've used a tool, which is Cloud gets these memory migraines that show yeah. like flash forwards and kind of flashbacks. Which is fine because the cool thing about this is it's not a one-to-one remake. It's kind of like a retelling from a different angle, or almost like it's a, it literally is a remake. They're 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 not retelling the same shit. It's kind of like a different spin on it. So I think it, it is important to play the OG as well. But basically, Cloud is having like every now and then he's like, Ugh, uh, my head," and then he like sees a flash and and they, Dude, it's all they had very vague. The cowboy hat. Yeah, and the cowboy get up, <laughs> fucking outstanding. They actually brought back from the original with that, her and that, that giant funny. cowboy head from the original game. And it's such just serious fucking... moment. It's yeah, a just serious moment. Like Sephiroth's <laughs> there; they're near the Genova fucking chambers, and she's dressed like honky tonk, badonka donk. It's great. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> she looks like she's about to sing Space Lord. Remember? Wait. Yeah, man. <laughs> that isn't, that, that, isn't that that song? Space Lord, mother, mother. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Who sings that? Monster <laughs> Magnet. Remind me. I don't want to know. Monster <laughs> Magnet or some shit. So let's give our, let's just give our overall feelings first. Get them out of the way and then we can kind of dick around and talk about different moments that we liked or disliked or whatever. Okay, okay cool. I I I will easily come out and just say, uh, if it's the rating is five out of five, it's five out of ten. It's like a nine point two five. Uh, I think it's great. I I this this actually due to some conversations I had with Aaron and other people. This kind of shows me that like the rating scale, 
isn't an overall rating scale, even if it's one to five, every game needs to be rated for what it is. Because, no, this is not the best game in the world. It's the same thing with a, a rating scale of 10. Nothing should ever get a 10 because that means perfect and nothing is perfect. But for what this game is, I think it's it's great. It's wonderful, outstanding. Yeah, there are technically better games. But for what this is, I think this is it's it's damn near perfect for what it is. It could be better. There could be more involvement. It is kind of stilted or stunted by a lot of shit. And it is kind of just like con- con- condensed and it's there's not much like nuance to it. It's not hard to figure out. Every All the pieces are on the board and everything is a right angle turn. There, there are no, n- not saying literally, but like nothing's really hidden from you in this game, which kind of bums me out. But I still think it's incredible. I think it's worth a purchase straight up. If you, you have... In the game? Say again? I- I think there's things that are hidden in the game. I think there's things that can easily be missed. And my brother was telling me, my brother was telling me that like, you know, for instance, and maybe this is not what you're meaning. So maybe I'm misunderstanding, but like my brother was telling me, for instance, that he went through a part and he took off, which I don't think we'll get into, but this is not spoiler. This is not spoiler at all, but he took off the steel material thinking that, Oh, he's been assessing people. And it's like, I ain't really been seeing much to steal. And then he assessed the boss, and it has a weapon for Aerith. And he's like, oh, well, yeah. Okay, you so know, that kind of shit, sure. Steel, like combat shit, yeah, like steel mechanics. But I, I'm saying more like along the lines of side quests or items in the world. Uh, the okay. game will eventually guide you. Like when, whenever there's a hidden materia, the game will always show it to you in the background somewhere and be like, look at that. And then like, even if you can't get to it, you'll be on your progression and then right before you get to like your main objective, they go, Hey, what's that door? Maybe it leads to that material we saw earlier. So that's the problem is like, I'm not, and I I don't want to miss anything, but I'm having a problem with the fact that like, it seems a little too in your face and I'm wondering, can I miss anything? Is this like, it the problem it's a similar problem with 15 not really 15 is a little still more vague but i just feel like it's a great game but it's a little it's it's a little hand it's it's very handholdy but i'm okay with that i think if you have any res- relationship with final fantasy 7 you owe it to yourself and to square to buy this game at full price and enjoy it but if you have mm, no you no, no. I, I i do i do i think that way we 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 think differently like you and me are very different when we comes this our opinion i i want them to have my full price money for this game because i want to support it even with the flaws that I, I i see in it i think if you have a relationship with final fantasy 7 you should buy this game if you don't i think you should try the demo and if you think it looks cool then go ahead and get it i definitely think it's worth 60 dollars. i agree with you I agree on a bit of that. Although I I would say though, I mean if you like the original, you like the original. I don't think you have to support this. I mean if if um if you just turned off by it cuz like there's a problem when you do remakes. There's always expectations and bars set that sometimes are met, sometimes aren't. They deviated they deviated a lot from the original as well as on target hit the original simultaneously because 
Good, yeah. It is basically a different game. When you're talking about like the Final Fantasy 15, Kingdom Hearts, the turn base, one thing they did do though is they kind of kept the spirit of turn base still alive in this, but you know, you're, you're still, it's still kind of an action-y type of game. And I guess they feel like turn-based just can't exist anymore in this world. And I disagree. Yeah, I kind that. of wish definitely that can. turn-based could still come, be, be here. It just done right. It doesn't have to be just some like 16-bit whatever game that some independent's doing. It's still turn-based or not, or, or whatever the case is. It can still be a game that looks like that, but be turn-based, but maybe even work things in to the turn-based that are interesting, which I haven't really played Persona, so I can't speak on that. That's actually something I've never really played into any of those games. Yeah, it's so similar it's a- to... It, it's Persona's going to be similar to 7 OG, but not really. It's a Shin Megami Tensei game, so mm-hmm. it's, it's they have their own system, and yeah. it, pl- it plays very similar because it's a turn-based RPG. But I would definitely say, I mean, maybe get Royal Edition if you want, but dude, you could probably... You, you've, been able to pick up persona 5 for like five dollars and that's like yeah. 150 hours worth of shit uh you may want to get royal edition because you want the new brand new shit but that's 60 if you've never played a persona game and you can find it on sale for five or ten bucks it's worth it even if you just play it for an hour mm. like it's five dollars it's worth it to experience yeah. that like that kind of stylized really cool shit I mean, I, I I tend to think it's worth the sixty bucks. I agree with you on your rating. I'm pretty basically right there with you on everything you said. Um, there are some nitpick things. I think uh, again, I'm always a little more generous on games, so I don't think I, I would be willing to give it the ten out of ten for me. Like <clears throat> so far, though, like it's hard to give it that. And I didn't even beat the game yet, but uh, from what I'm playing and things so far, that's where I'm I'm landing on it. I because uh, the the, the the boss fights are really fun and they're interesting. Yes. And I, I even got to one just recently that actually most of this game I've been flying through and I've been like kind of worried like, ah, this, this feels kind of easy. And, yep. um, I got to a certain point though, that we're not going to talk about it later. And I fought this one enemy. I was like, ah, shit. Okay. All right. I see. I see now. So there's different ways to approach these things. And it's still not super difficult to me in the sense of like something like a Doom Eternal or something that's like more about your timing and, and your skills as a player. This is difficult in the sense of like, okay, I've got a plan for my battles the best I can. You know, I have a magic character who's stocked out with all the magic abilities and I've given some to cloud and maybe some to Tifa. I have Aerith as a magic caster and like Tifa, I have her. I want her to be a little more aggressive with this cloud. He's kind of a mix and like I kind of just flow through it with that. Wait, and you wait, you're running around with Tifa and Aerith. Triple, yeah. I mean, that was in trailers and stuff. I thought it was assumed that you. No, no, that's fine. And I know that. Uh, I know eventually we can mix and match all four of them. Um, yeah, but you're yeah. up to a point where you you yes. where Tifa's met. Oh yeah, because you said you finished the Don Corneo part, so you guys are chilling now. I didn't finish it. I'm there at it. I just got past it a bit, and uh, I'm basically. If you remember the original, you see Don Corneo, and then like. There's a fight that happens after that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm around that area there. So, oh, okay. and, uh, yeah. 
so you, I, I am experiencing all three players, but just like just recent. But also, I mean, you do play with Barrett, Tifa, and um, Cloud together. And when you're playing with all three of those and all that stuff, like and just ma- matching them up certain ways as well. Um, it's been pretty good. It, it's it's different experiences. Like my brother's texted me, like I've been Twitch streaming it, and my brother's actually watched some of it, and he's like, "Damn, he's like you're staggering these dudes so easy." He's like, how the fuck are you doing that? And then he's like, "Oh shit!" Like, and I like I beat the shit out of uh, Shiva because you get the Shiva what we're talking about, and I, I slam Shiva with Cloud by himself, and my brother's like, "Oh shit, I had trouble with Shiva," and so like it's different playstyles. He he just you know, I don't know. Maybe he's something. He's having a little more trouble with it, and I, I don't know. He says like every time I seem to do a fight, I seem to not be matched up, or I just don't have the proper stuff equipped, and it's kind of fucking him up. Oh, so, all right. Oh, well, I, all right. I can I can say to that because here's one thing: is when you get into a battle, you don't know what you're fighting, and you can't change your materia, so you're stuck. So if you have elemental fire and you run into a firebomb, you're fucked. You're gonna lose this fight. Because you cannot change your weapon. Your main attack is just fire. So basically you realize, I well, I walked in here with the wrong harder. deck of cards. I mean, but that's that's RPGs though. I mean, that's the original as well. You don't know yeah, what kind that's of... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm cool. I'm cool with that because I had the same problem. I fought Shiva two or three times and she wiped the floor with me. And then today I woke up and I went to fight her and I beat the shit out of her. Mm. So I think sometimes... Which is something we may get into in a little bit with Aaron when Aaron starts talking a little bit because I love you, Aaron, but Aaron gets like like it, it it'll like get to him when shit's like unfair or glitchy, shit will like get to him a little bit. With me, I'm like, ugh, this damn game. But I can kind of like suck it up and like, all right, fine, I'll keep trying. And um, but I did notice like with Shiva, like I fought her like once she kicked the shit out of me and I was like, All right, maybe that was my fault. Let me Wait, try. Where again. is Shiva? Um I mean, well, fuck it. Spoilers. Uh, she's just a mission. The little kid, uh, Chadley, who makes materia, he crafts summons for you, but you have to defeat them in a fight to to get it. Oh should, well, I haven't gotten there got yet. Her. No, I'm. Yeah, I yeah. just oh, you got, got to just the turn. To talk to him. I did. Yeah, you just. I did. Oh, then you're have right. You, I did. You're right around it. I did. Have you? Have, have you been analyzing enemies as you go every single enemy i did the first quest with him and then i went back to him after analyzing a million more he said nothing sold me no more new material so i was like whatever started doing i think i know you haven't gotten to Aerith's house yet right no i think it's after you get to her house and you have to do that whole whole thing and then you have to get so the next time you run into him after like going to Aerith's house you'll meet him and he'll uh, he'll offer it and he'll say you said the church, and maybe that's why I missed. It. I thought you got into the town, and no, that's Aaron, why not yet. All he, the, he did was all he did was fight Reno, and then that's it. Uh, so yeah, once, once after you after you get past that, once you start doing some side quest stuff around the town, Eris Town, talk to Chadley. You'll have the Shiva fight. That that yeah. okay. So he'll be like fight her. But the first time I fought her, I like she was just destroying me. So I was like, let me try to fight her again. It's my fault. I equipped all my fire to, to contact to counterattack her ice. She still beat the shit out of me. That's what so I, I did went on up. my first run. I um I equipped element. I got the element materia, fire, so that my sword was like a fire sword. And then I had sword fire magic. And I think I had it leveled up to two. And then I fucking summoned Ifrit in the fight and just beat the shit yeah. out of her. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I've even noticed too, when I'm having trouble in a fight, which is kind of weird for RPGs is what I can really do is, is just stay the fuck away from enemies. And like, it sucks until you have the material that's proper to get your ATV gauge to be growing faster. It's a bit of a slog and a drag, but just stay the fuck away from the enemies. Let your ATV gauge grow. And when they attack you, use your dodge, use your roll, use your block, use your punisher block. Block actually builds ATB gauge. I hold my block for a bit. I'll even take a few hits to build ATB gauge and yeah. wait for them to kind of like finish their attack and then dive in and attack and use, you know, whatever magic abilities are built up and things like that, whatever weaknesses they have. So Yeah, there's a um there's a materia for it. There's a materia specifically that says uh when you block you'll have a little extra block resistance oh, yeah, and your yeah. ATB goes up. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Aaron, go ahead and get into what you think about it. We've been kind of talking a bit. I want to hear what you got to say, man. All right. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I'm going to say this game is very, very far from a perfect game. I couldn't give this even a four out of five. Uh, I'm going to say it's like a middle of the road three out of five, like a seven out of ten, maybe. Maybe a six and a half. Uh, it's extremely linear. Uh, it's got one of the worst cameras and worst lock-on mechanics in an action game I've ever played in my entire life. Now, Tony, our old host on uh, Nerdporn, I, him and I were talking, and he's you know standing for it because he's a big Final Fantasy VII guy, which is great. But he's like, it if you haven't played the Ninja Gaiden games or Ninja Gaiden Black or whatever, you don't know bad cameras. I'm like, I I know bad cameras, and this is one of them. It is one of the least enjoyable cameras to use while fighting I think I've ever played in a game. And I am spoiled because, as Jesse will also agree probably, you know, we play Dark Souls and we play FromSoft games and those are so lovingly crafted in terms of mechanics that it's it's hard to go to other ARPGs. Like even Kingdom Hearts had a better, I think, camera system and lock on because the camera followed the monster you locked onto in Final Fantasy VII Remake. You lock onto a monster and the camera does whatever the fuck it wants. Like if you try to lock onto something and just attack it, it'll run past you. The camera won't follow it. It'll fucking do a flip into the roof and the camera will freak out and go under your feet and you can't see shit. It's it it defies logic and it defies video game logic. It literally forces you to play against your better instincts uh, from playing video games for your whole life. Um, Positives. I enjoy a lot of the voice work. I think it's very stilted in a weird way. Like the way that the lines go from one to another, sounds very unnatural at times. And it's because they, sometimes have a reading mode like where you have to hit a button to get to the next line and then a lot of times they don't and I don't understand the logic behind that um but I do like Barrett at first annoyed the living piss out of me just his voice but then when you think about the character and you kind of get a feel for it, it it makes sense it fits Cloud at first I really liked and now I kind of hate uh Aerith kind of annoys me but it also fits her personality in a way i think tifa's voice is really well done um i hate the linearity of it like i hate walking and thinking all right i'm gonna look around i'm gonna find a secret item i'm gonna find something i'm gonna do the thing that again we've been 
conditioned to do our whole lives as gamers, which is if the game tells you go one way, you always check the other just in case because there's usually something good there. And that's the fun part of like defying the logic of the game, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to be yeah. the guy that explores. This game doesn't do that. Any secrets there are to find are extremely obvious. Like I, I went down a bunch of different paths in the first area you get to go free roam. And I'm like, oh, this ends in a dead end. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to search around. I'm going to find something. Nothing. Some cats that don't do shit. And then anytime there is a secret item, it's literally just up a ladder somewhere that's you like in your way. You can't miss it. And like in the fucking second reactor, the 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 materia you see that they're like, look at those. Maybe we'll get them one day. You just go over there, and there they are. It's literally just a ladder. It took me a while to find it because the ladder is very brown on a brown backdrop so like i was like i know i can get that and then i literally went down the ladder in the last two material that you could see you just had to move a thing down and there it is and the other one's just like right there i was like oh so you got the one in the fan too yeah yeah yeah. oh no I mean, yeah you can't oh that's the one in the you fan can't, yeah so. you can't really miss it because they, they say oh i wonder if this door will Lead us to turn oh, off the fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that I, I thought you meant another fan that you go behind or whatever. Oh yeah, no, the summon material in the fan with the chocobo. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't get that. Okay, well then I did miss it. So maybe I'm a dumb asshole. I don't know. You, you can miss that because like you have to go run past your your uh, the main platform. Once you turn all the lamps off, and it's, it diverts energy to that main platform. Instead of running straight to the platform, you've got to run past it. And once you run past it, you'll go up another, like a ladder area. You go into a room and there's a timed, like, um, I won't even call him a boss, but there's a timed enemy fight. You got to beat it within a certain time and hit this button and it shuts the fan down and you can go get that chocobo material. Mm, I didn't even find that. So I guess I'm wrong there, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like I was saying earlier too. Like my brother said, he missed something, not having to steal material and you can steal it straight from another boss. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there is no, things I mean, in this game that I think can be missed and things to explore. But you're right, though, like playing the original and playing this like you're right in the old school games. You can go completely back, like completely back to everything and get stuff. Now, there is times where like at a certain point in the game, you just can't get this item. Yeah. You for story reasons. Forever. Yeah, yeah. But you can most of the time go back and get most things at any point and in this game it does feel very linear in its progression and um then you're boxed in to an area yeah and i assume that's because of like everything that populates that area and all the stuff they're loading into one section i i, I don't know May, maybe but um no, well, I, what do you mean why everything's kind of sectioned off into like areas yeah, it's it's that's it's because of so 15 did this. It's the chapter format of these role playing games now where everything is contextually relevant. So even though we're going to leave like sector five, we're going to come back to sector five at some point. Like I'll give you an example. The wall market, which is where Don Corneo shit is. There's a couple of alleys in there where there's there's treasure chests, but you can't get to them because there's people just standing in your way. And they're like, I don't feel like moving. Leave me alone. So I keep going to check, like, all right, have they moved yet? They're not going to move until I leave and come back. And what's going to happen is that whole map area, 
everyone's dialogue is going to change. Everything's going to be new. The side quests will be reset to new side quests. So the reason why we can't just have this open world shit completely is because that entire region needs to reset into the new mode of itself mm-hmm. in the future, which is a bummer because I'm thinking there's going to come to a point to this game. I hear there's 18 chapters. There's going to come to a point where in like chapter 16 this is the last moment you can free roam with everybody and go level and do the arenas and go do stuff because the last like four hours of this game are probably going to be a one shot to the ending which bums me out because even in the old rpgs you could be at the door to the final boss but many times not always you could turn around and foot it to the first fucking dungeon and replay whatever you want yeah that's what bums me out about this is that like I don't have like a map where I can like fast travel to an earlier part of the game and run around. I mean, I get why we can't go back to the reactors. They blew up. But, yeah. Uh, so that's why like the sections are locked off. And that's why when you're playing them, you basically do all the main shit. And then you notice you meet one side quest person. And that person va- basically gives you all the side quests. And when they're ready, they give you a moment where they go, okay, Cloud, well, go ahead and go out and do stuff. And, and while we figure out what we're doing, they're basically saying, go do all the side quests and come back for the main story beat. Which, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. That fucking blows. That shit bothers me. It's boring. The fact that when there's side quests, I don't have to find them. The game just goes, here you go. You have six side quests. Here's exactly where all of them are. And there are no more or no less of them. And if there are any more, yeah. they'll just come from completing this. So that is, I do feel you on that. Where, like, when I said before, I think the game's great. And I, I do still stand by my appreciation for the game. But it's only because of what this is. And it's seven. And I understand it. And I'm willing to accept it. If this was some, some new IP, I would be like, this is really awesome. But it's really lackluster. And it should be worth maybe 39 But... Uh, that whole aspect where everything's kind of like that whole aspect where everything's kind of like just put in motion in front of you. If this game does not at one point just open up and go, here's the last chance, revisit any dungeon, revisit any area with all four characters, mix and match, uh, level up your materials. If they don't let me fucking do that, it's going to be a fucking bummer because I got to an arena and they're like, you can't use items in here. And I'm like, okay, so how am I supposed to level up my item material? Because you fucking assholes don't have random battles, and the only way that I can fight enemies for fun is I have to backtrack to shitty dungeons, and I have to fight the equivalent of rats. Like, there's no monsters walking around. There's literally ground crawlies that I can go fight for there's zero. For some stuff that that's gonna pop up later All right. in Walmart. As, as, okay, so as long as later on, because I got to the arena and shit, but that I mean, but as long as I can walk around and run into something that's like three times bigger than me and fight it I, I'm tired of freaking trying to milk this game for as many battles as I can and I'm fighting Grubosh's and rats and it's freaking annoying anyway I just think it's anyway so back to my feelings <laughs> yeah. oh sorry bud. so I missed the chocobo material so I guess there are things you can miss I didn't even find a thing that you could stop a fan like I didn't do any of that where there's a timed fight, none of that. I did the stupid timed switch pulling, which was fucking dog shit. Like it was, <laughs> was so it hard. It was so dumb. No, they just don't yeah. explain the fucking game to you. They go like, hey, pull the levers at the same time, so you press it. But then the third, the the last one, it's like it flashes for one second, and I'm like, oh okay, and I just do it quick. 
but it's like, nope, you did it wrong. And I'm like, am I pressing yeah. the wrong direction? What the fuck am I doing wrong? No, Wait, you only you, do you it when the light is lit up. Hey, I, I did too. I had a problem really? with the last one because it went so fast. My timing of it was bad. Yeah, I had a problem with that. Not like okay. a super problem. It just, I had to do it a few times before it worked. Well, you know what? That's good though. That, that way it's like, if every time we get an obstacle and we just clear it, that sucks. We should get def- we should get beat. They should put a little bug in there to trip us up and make us have to redo it. Do you, like, do you really want to play a game where every obstacle you meet, you 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 hurdle? Well, no. I mean, meaningful it's, challenge it, it would be kind of feel uh, okay. Yeah, like you said, meaningful challenge. I'm sorry. Aaron, yeah, no, it's okay. Not just like flashlight. Oh, you didn't get it, you idiot. Try it again. <laughs> flashlight. Oh, oh, you didn't get yeah. it. You're dumb. Uh, the idiot didn't hit the light at the exact moment where there's literal no lead up to it. It just goes three, two, one. Light will go now. Oh, oh, there it went. Oops, you missed it, you well, stupid idiot. You know what? I, I will give it. I'll give it to you because that specific thing. I thought this should have been the beta version of them testing if it works. It should have been more interesting. Yeah. It should have been like you have to match three at a time, like and like it was just like hold up, hold down mm-hmm. on the left, hold down and on the right, hold up. It was just so. It was almost like the same thing with. Damn, I don't think you're there, Aaron, yet, but there's a thing where you have to, like, use a, like, kind of, like, forklift controls to control, like, a little arm thing to move, like, a box out of your way. And it's cool and it looks fine, but I realized, like, this probably took somebody some time to develop and put in the game, and it's kind of like a waste-of-time obstacle puzzle. It's not really a puzzle. It's just, like, a mechanic there to, like, st- like stutter me up for 15 minutes. Yeah. So like with that little the little thing pulling the levers, I thought, you know what, they could have made this some cool like maybe like the game of Simon type thing where like remember you have to go up up down left left circle or some shit. But no, it was just like hold up. And then oh, you beat it. And it was like three things. It was like hold up, hold down, and then the last one was like hold down on the left and up on the right. And I just thought like if you don't bring this back and make it more challenging, whatever because before we had mini games and stuff and there are mini games Uh, mini games in the original ff7 man and there are in this there's a there's a gym one Uh, my buddy justin's like almost beating the game and he's trying to master this one pull-up competition that is bullshit he's like i want to throw my controller most of the time but i mean it's hard online i've seen people say uh i've seen sorry i've seen forum topics that are God damn it! This fucking pull-up mission. Yeah, that's where he's and at. People, it, that and the squats. I've I did the squats, and I was able to beat the introductory mission. But dude, I can imagine when they have like when the guys like come back if you ever want to test yourself. I could only imagine the squat mission when it's on the hardest. It's probably gonna be one of those pull your hair out moments. Yeah, that wasn't that bad for me. I flew through it. I lost once to the uh the the second guy because I just turned around and did it right there. Did all three. And um, the 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 hardest one, I, I think the one that I had a little more trouble with was uh, destroy the boxes. Oh, I got that on the second try. Yeah, so I actually had it took me about three or four tries because I kept using the nail bat. And I was like, yeah, this is a bad choice. And That's I, the you, worst weapon, dude. That yeah, weapon it, it, sucks. I, I didn't even I didn't even get its unique uh, I didn't even get its unique uh, attack. I just stopped using it because it was so slow. Eh, that's all right. I use it with all of them. I find my way around it. And I uh, I want to get the unique attacks built up for all of them. And then mostly I've been using the Buster Sword. 
that's just I like the sword, the original sword. That's one thing I do like about this game is that you don't just level up swords. You get new swords and you can use those new swords or you can use your old sword and you level them all up together. I yeah. do. Well, I think what you just said is actually backwards. You like this because you level up swords because what's cool is is you level up every sword gets the same amount of leveling points and yes. you get to level up each sword. Yes. So just because your buster sword was your first sword doesn't mean it's weaker than the brand new sword you got. Yes. And, and you choose the way you level them. And I'm just like, I have four weapons now. So I have the fourth sword and I like the fact that they do play differently. I know that the second one is more of my magic one. And, uh, I do need to put the damn spiked bat on and get that attack. But I, honestly, the moment I get that attack at hundred percent, I'm never using that damn sword again because he swings it like a baseball bat. When he swings it, he stays there for a minute. Like he has to finish because you hit enemies with that bat swing and they kind of go flying and like yeah you you even hear <laughs> you hear that yep, shit. I like this shit I, I like this shit I like, but it was bad for that box run <laughs> it was bad for that box run I did the box run second try but I won't lie maybe it was third I literally got it less than one second and I got exactly 300 3000 points I literally hit the last box I needed within half a second and i barely got through it if i i would have been so mad if not it was a little bit of a bitch though all right so anyways it's a three for me <laughs> i got you well i know we kind of been get and i know you've gotten into a bit of what you don't like and even aaron i mean um even uh jesse did the same what are some of the things that are highlights aaron the things that you think are like good I got to be honest, I am forcing myself to play this game a lot of times. Uh, it's I'm dragging myself through it right now. Really? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. I have no inclination to boot it up ever. It made me think about playing Dark Souls again. <laughs> hmm. I was like playing it and I'm like, you know, it'd be really fun playing dark souls and then i'm like you know it'd also be a good use of my time beating neo too i'm like you know pretty far into that and that was a lot of fun and again the combat is very nicely designed i feel like in final fantasy 7 remake we were given the barest of minimums of games they could make to get our money like and we're talking 10 years of development 10 years yeah there are games that shit on this that have three years of development. Dark Souls 2, well, which a lot of people hate. Two years well, of development. I mean, that's because I, 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 I say, agree with you on that as far as the gameplay mechanics and everything. Because, like, um, and look, I'm not saying, like, some of the complaints you brought up are uh, not completely wrong. And you're right about that, too. Ten years of development, too. I'll give you that 100%. Wait a minute. But, With that ten years of development, you guys got to remember is that Less than two years ago, Crystal Dynamics got the rights stripped away, and they scrapped their whole game. This game was built in two years. All yeah, the assets and the graphics, but the combat and the gameplay was done in two years. Oh well, then it shows. Yeah, Man. like, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess, if you look at it from that angle, that's true. But honestly, I think the gameplay mechanics are are really good. I think that the bosses are fun, and I think they're they're thought out. Okay. Uh, I think they're interesting. Here, uh, I liked, I like the boss where you can like pick which weapons it's going to have as you're kind of going, yes. through, and you get the air items. buster. 
you get the items at the end and you fight the airbuster boss. That was fun. Even the first scorpion tank uh, boss, that was fun. Uh, you know, you, there was mechanics there of like, you got to fight him a certain way and use Barrett and cloud at different moments. Uh, the character switching, I think is real cool. One of the things I've got pretty good at doing too, is when you, um, attack with one character. All right. Okay. Then I almost turn base my gameplay where it's like, all right, boom, cloud do this attack. And then while he's doing that attack, click. Okay, Tifa, do this special attack. Click. Okay, Barrett, do this special attack. And then they all culminate to do the special attacks. And then a lot of times I get the staggers that way very fast by just yeah. like doing that. Because when you click over, you don't have to click over to the character. You could just click over to the action portion of the character and still use your main character. Yeah, hit and, R2. That's what I do. I just use R2. I wait till everyone has their, their ATB gauge up. And then I'll just let one person do a spell as he's doing it. Next person does her spell. Yeah, I, I, I do like that about it. I mean, I, I I love the combat. That's why I get a little bummed and like sad because I love Aaron so much. But I know like sometimes like shit can piss him off and like frustrate him. And it like I just fought a boss that I really kind of thought was cool, but it was a it was kind of a shit fight. It was the first boss at the end of the first arena, if you remember, Seth. And I thought it was really cool. I was excited to see this character in this game or this this enemy. And I beat it. And I just got sad because I was like, man, when Aaron fights this thing, he's going to be so mad. And he's going to be like, this fucking game sucks. This is stupid. It makes no sense. It's not fair. Because I'm fighting this thing and I see it. I see it. You fight this thing and like physical attacks don't really work on it. And then you have to use magic. But when you use the magic, your fucking window, bro, if you don't equip that magic attack, if you don't hit that spell on time, and if you don't have the ATB gauge, you're fucked. Because the only window to hit it with magic is like four seconds long. And it takes two seconds for the magic attack to come out. So it gets frustrating. And I'm just bummed because I enjoyed the fight, even though it pissed me off. And I just feel sad because like I just want... Aaron to be happy, but I know when he fights that thing, he's going to be like, I don't want to play this game and I hate it. And oh, I feel bad and it makes there. me sad. Almost that likely quit there. Say again, Aaron? I'll probably quit there. That'll be one of those things where I'm like, mm, I'm not going to do it. So No, dude, it's just, it's the thing is just, just talk to your friends, call me. Like the other day, that fucking little, the first little lesser ice drake was being an asshole. It's just sometimes no, no, no. you got to It wasn't like, the ice drake that was being an asshole. It was the fucking the camera. camera. They're like, here's a flying enemy. He flies directly out of the range of your camera, and you have to lock onto him so that you can actually attack him. But mm, it's going to drag the camera to the ground. You're not going to see anything. You're going to get hit by a fucking AoE ice spell that does 500 damage. Here's okay. There's a lot that I am upset with. The game does a good job of translating turn based combat to an action game in that you cannot necessarily actually avoid attacks you are going to take damage all the time that's it you're just taking damage there's no uh rolling through things there are no iframes there's no true blocking you're literally just eating damage but then the question remains why do those things exist other than i believe the best combat i've had so far are when it's a one-on-one fight i really enjoyed the fight against the soldier uh, the guy on the motorcycle who's super yeah, lame, Roche. and I thought it was a really stupid character, but I really enjoyed the fight with him 
because it made you actually play the game. You had to roll properly to get away from his attacks. You had to block at the right time using Punisher mode to like counter his attacks. It was smart. And then the the fight with um the first Turk, Rude Ru- Ru- or Rudy, whatever. Reno. 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 Yeah. Uh, that was well, a fun fight is, too. Aaron, except those, for those tactics can be used in, on a group of four goons. It's just a little dicier because there's a bunch of them, and it's a little bit of a bitch. Yeah, no. Wait but till those things are still there. Wait till you're fighting uh, four of the ninja claw guys. Then you can't even attack because they just stagger you with their 48 attacks, and they all only focus you because if you are in control of a character, no matter what is going on, every enemy attacks you. It is See, just the nature of this terribly uh made game. i don't know man i because i'm i'm able to like nature of the game but like when with the experiences you're telling me i haven't had at all like i i fought those characters like those four at the same time and i got them in a group hit them with fire attacks my sword had fire element to it they all staggered how do you have fire on your sword because that option is not available uh, to me mental it's an it's a, it's a, that you got with the uh well, you were talking about how you could find it by moving the elevator all the way down and you can grab the materia. Mm-hmm. I think it's either that one or the one through the bridge. There's an elemental materia. And that when you put that in conjunction with the fire, just like in the old game where you can connect yeah. both of them. Well, it, it, it has to be a materia so slot that has a little a little connector piece in the middle. Mm-hmm. If it's on your weapon, you yeah. you equip elemental and then any element and then oh. when you attack you have that element on your sword and if you have uh one of those connected slots on your armor if you put elemental and any element it will give you um mm-hmm. an increased resistance to that that makes sense so yeah because okay. i do know what you're talking about and that was a bitch fighting for those robot ninja honestly buddies. i didn't even but, die it wasn't that hard what i'm saying is i just get i'm like Ugh, that's stupid like i literally just wait until they're I done know, hitting you give me up, you get, like, no 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 i don't i, feel I beat bad. it i didn't quit what i'm saying is i didn't even rage i just was like this is stupid. Like yeah. I go to attack and then two of them attack me from behind instead of them focusing on who is fighting them, which you could then control by switching characters, pointing them at that person, fighting them for a minute and switching back. Cause I use the thing with, the, with this game is the flow of combat is you have to switch characters. The reason they force every enemy to attack you. So you're constantly switching characters, which is cool and it's okay. I enjoy playing as Tifa. I enjoy playing as Barrett. I mean, Barrett's kind of dumb, but um, you know, I use him to pick off like flying enemies or whatever, but it's just annoying that when you switch to them, it's like immediately everyone's like, oh, now you're that guy. I am only attacking you when it's like, you're in a fight. Why are you only attacking me? Even in turn-based mode, they don't only attack, you know, a one well, character. We're, we're still early. We're still early in the game and there's like materia and spells for that. Like, like, uh. Like look at me, like yeah, you know, a- like red ring, like the red eye ring from Dark Souls. Like there's stuff like that where you can, like even Fifteen had it. Prompto, the guy with the gun, like he had a move where Prompto will let off a shot and everyone will look at him. Like there's stuff like that. So as we progress, there's they're gonna give us the tools to do it. Um, I do feel you because sometimes I'm in a fight and I'm just like rolling my eyes, like God damn it, what do I do? But in the end, there's always something. I guess I'm more forgiving and I'm still enjoying it. I, I can't lie about the nostalgia bomb. I love the aesthetic and the, the music and of the people who I'm playing with, like the characters in the world are helping, but still I can't really think of another like JRPG, like actiony game that I like more than this. I mean, obviously there are different styles. Like there's obviously dark souls and other things, but I can't really, 
I can't say this is bad. I, I really like the fighting, and that's why my main hope is, I know we're not going to get open world, my main hope is a, a really extended arena where I can fight like any kind of enemy, and as long as I can just fight enemies... That's all they want. Like as long as like I can go get a challenge and fight stuff and level up my materia at my own whim, I'm good. Because that's why I used to love about like especially Final Fantasy. I think seven and ten did it. I don't know if seven did it, but save ten points, was which were linear form actually. Well, ten. What I'm it. saying is like uh, when 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 the um the save point would regen all your healing, and no. you could literally just uh just running around in circles around this one forest and then fight shit. Like if I can just farm and always just abuse and have fun and play the fighting mechanic, I'm fine. Cause the story mode, we're going to all blow through the story mode in two weeks and it's going to be fine. But as long as I can come back and like, I will level every material as long as I'm able to like grind farm fights and with enemies that are high level fun stuff. I don't just want to be grinding rats. Uh, I don't think there's any behemoths in this game, which kind of bums me out, but we'll see. All right, so things I liked, uh, or I like. Uh, it is beautiful uh, when you're looking at the main characters and the world, and you're not looking at uh, certain parts of the world where you can tell they were like, mm, just spray it with Microsoft Paint. Uh, yeah, door textures. Dude, and the like, door to your fucking apartment might be the ugliest texture I've seen in like a current gen game ever. You know, like, you know, when we're looking at PS1 graphics, when you look at PS2, even PS3, you know, that you forgive some of that shit because it's old. But like, yeah, but that really bothers you? Oh my God. Door? It is horrific. It's really? so distracting. It, it is, it's like it's on my eyeballs. <laughs> wow. I don't even notice. I, I know what you mean because like, this game does have a lot of 15 has it too. This game does have a lot of moments where they slow you down to a crawl and you have to like ship me through an alleyway. Yeah, I hate that. It's really frustrating. Those are all these little load points. But that's where you could really see like when it's like you're shimming up against a wall and you see the wall texture and it's literally looks like a smear of just brown and gray. Mm -hmm. But for some reason it that that doesn't bother me. I don't really mind it. It so I'm not saying it like ruined the game for me at all. Like whatever mm. i still think it's a really good looking game it's just when you see him you're like but why <laughs> you're yeah. like if it's if it's in a corner somewhere like you know every game has that which or all these like beautiful games have parts where you're like okay they had to skimp here you know everything looks good but the computer you know these these consoles can't necessarily run a game that all looked you know super high fidelity but why the door that literally is behind tifa during a part where you're like have to look at it it's like mm. Like yeah, it's like a main a main part of the game. Yeah, they could have easily just high def the door. Yeah, you see it on some saying. pipes, it and you're like, lazy. you know, you see it on a pipe. Like you're walking by, you're like, whatever, dude. That's like such a throwaway piece of like rock or whatever. You know, it's just like that. It's there, but I think it looks good. The music is hit or miss for me, but when it hits, it really hits. Um, mm. I do really think and. And I know that I'm still early, so I know that the combat's going to get deeper. It is, because the materia yeah. system is the materia system. It's going to change things. So I, I'm not saying it, it, the combat sucks. I don't like the camera in the combat. The combat's not bad. I'm actually enjoying playing as Cloud most of the time, to be honest, because I like 
weaving in and out of punisher mode hitting that fucking hold uh square where he does that slam down and you get like a predator blow buff so your damage goes higher and you can switch back and forth that's cool the camera's shit um but i think each different character plays pretty cool you know i i do enjoy swapping around even Aerith, who now is like a fucking beast with her fucking melee well her you know her regular attack it fucking aoe's and hits everybody it's super strong um yeah so i do like that um i really like i said tifa uh sure you can yeah yeah it's like yeah ryu and his bitch (laughs) the thing is though i don't like playing as tifa because i do like to hold down attack a lot of times um and hers just does her triangle so it's like why even give her triangle you know like make that something else um but i like her different moves and i you know everyone has their own specific things i think barrett's probably the most boring to play because you just yeah and then, he sucks and then hit triangle and you know do your you know heavy attack what i like about barrett though and i feel it's the same with Aerith, is i like to make them two in particular support characters oh yeah so what sure. i do is i pull i'll pick barrett and i'll run back and then i'll throw like barriers on like maybe some of my characters there if it's a fight where i feel like it's a little longer and all that kind of stuff and then have them just shooting or taking care of high points and then that that charge up when you hit that triangle that does some serious yeah. damage oh no that does yeah uh, when you are that so, so what i do is everyone has heal right now because i take too much damage i don't know what i'm doing wrong but i get hit for like fucking five eight hundred damage every you know five to eight hundred damage and I'm like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Because I can't dodge, can't block. Like you can block. Like I Did block. Auto cure. Yeah, uh, I have auto cure on Barrett. Um, okay, but I-, I don't know. Like there's that one fight that this one was particularly frustrating. But I learned that fleeing exists, and that's cool because you run up and there's like two uh, flamethrower buddies, and then two of these things that just shoot a million missiles at you and fuck you up. And yeah. like that part. They don't even like there's no warning, there's no nothing. It goes from like every fight is pretty easy to this will fucking fuck you in your asshole and you know ruin your life against your will. Against your yeah. will. But I ran away. I you know, I assessed, I ran away, I looked at them and then I'm like, okay, I need to put lightning on cuz I had had fire on for the no, I need to put fire on for the flamethrower guys cuz if you hit them with it it'll explode their backpacks. Um so I I did that and you can run away, but um that one yeah, I just I won't lie. That 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 uh... Um, encounter killed me at least at least once or twice. Yeah, because I didn't know the runaway factor. Okay, that, that's actually it, interesting. It depends. A lot of a lot of times when you get into a fight, you're kind of enclosed, but mm-hmm. if you're in an area that's open enough, you can f- like just flee out of it. But most of the time, you're pretty much stuck in a fight. Yeah, yeah. it's it like boss fights you can't get out of obviously, but like regular fights a lot of times you can just run a certain distance away it's not even that far and it'll tell you you're fleeing if you just keep running that way a little bit it'll stop they'll disengage and you can reassess you can heal up you can you know do whatever um what else um like i said the voice relate with what you're saying too because like my playthrough so far like i haven't really had as much trouble like i haven't died yet i don't think in fact I i don't think i've even really used cure i gave like one person cure all right, man, that's kind of weird. You're telling yeah. me you're barely even healing because I'm yeah, doing pretty I, damn good. Yeah. Look, I'm I guess healing. you're just good, man. I've been, you're using just... some, <laughs> I've been using some, like, 
potions and stuff, but rarely. I feel like Bruh. I get benches. What the in fuck between. are you? What are you playing on story mode? Because I get my shit pushed in. Like yeah, you I can't get, avoid I get, damage. I, I get fucked up. I got it on the whatever the hardest setting is, which is like it's normal, normal right now. Normal. And I'm playing on that. I'm playing story mode, and like, I, hey, I've I've streamed it. You I'll literally cannot avoid video. damage, so you have to heal. Like you, you cannot avoid damage. You, I'm you can avoid I'm damage. Hit. I'm not saying I'm not getting hit. I'm saying though that I'm not getting enough damage at times to where there are certain moments, like the flamethrower guy that you're talking about. Yeah. I healed, you know, like I didn't just never heal. I said, I just haven't been using it like nearly as much. I haven't died yet in the game so far. Like nobody's That's killed. Crazy. Me. I had a lot of trouble with the boss that you were talking about, uh, that it's in the Coliseum. I did yeah. not understand how to fight him. I healed a good bit on that one for sure, but I didn't die. Yeah, I, I didn't just, die, but I, it all, all yeah. Through. Yeah. Because I didn't understand. In fact, you even caught on, to his systems, I didn't catch on to his systems after I beat him, and then I realized the trick to him, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Well, so I'll say this: yeah, but One, like I haven't been doing it like as much, like the camera stuff and everything too. Like I feel like most of it's been pretty good. I haven't had an issue with that. The lock on's been a little dodgy, and I'll give you that. There's some moments where like I'm wanting to be locked on to one person. And like it's, it catches on to somebody else or something. And like I had a small issue with that, but nothing too significant that really broke combat. For Here's me. the big issue so. is that it doesn't actually lock. No matter what you do, if they move out of your range, like if they move past you, it will unlock from them. It doesn't follow them. So that's my yeah. biggest issue. It's not a fu- don't call it lock on because it's not locking. It just is pointing for a bit. Where's the lock stick? It should, wait, it should stick. Wait. Uh, okay. So. The lock-on will stay locked on an enemy, but if the enemy, let's say, strafes to the far left or right where they're going out of your view, the camera doesn't do a good job at keeping them center focus of you. And what you may end up doing is what I do is I try to move the camera to look at them, which engages the lock-on to switch enemies. Yeah, no, that happens too. The problem that's happening is is you're locking onto an enemy, and then when that enemy flies up or goes way to left or right, the camera isn't auto like syncing to like keep them centered. So when your instincts come in and go, let me move my camera, now you're disengaging the lock. That's why one-on-one fights are so easy. Not easy, but they're so fun because when you're locked onto an enemy, you want to sometimes still manipulate your camera. That's why I think lock-on should have just been hold R1. But then we would have lost whatever R1 does. But yeah, the lock-on, it does work. But yeah, it, it's the lock-on and the camera. No, no, no. Let's just say shit. this. It doesn't work because a proper lock-on will follow your enemy. Why yeah. are you locking on if your camera is not following? Yeah, <laughs> what, what you're saying is actually makes purpose. sense because I don't really hit the lock-on button. You don't. It's like, not, there's no point. There's no point. Yeah, what what I normally do is I use the camera, move it around, and what I do is is I just kind of move towards the enemy I want to fight, and I'll see the marker on it, mm-hmm. so it knows what enemy I'm kind of nearby, and I'll focus my attacks on that, and I kind of move my character to the enemies that I want in the fight, and I do a lot of like dodge rolling around and a lot of guard holding. Like uh, there's a lot of fights. Like some of the fights you're telling me about, like I didn't really walk away with that much damage gone where I hadn't need to heal 
that often at all. Few boss fights for sure. I, I had to heal at some points there. But for the most part, I've just kind of gone through until I caught a bench. Hell, even the Coliseum fight, I just stopped going to the bench after I think the second fight because I was like, I'm not losing that much health. And I just kind of kind of kept going through it or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that so, was the reason. Well, yeah, so the soft lock is one thing, and the soft lock is the only thing to really use. That's pro strat, but you still can't really turn your camera because it'll fucking start looking around at everybody else, and it's real annoying. It's like, yeah, let me lock on, follow that character. That's the fucking reason I pressed the button. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think that's my, I think that's probably my number one gripe. Oh, it's my that. one. That's the one hundred percent a point is, and a half off of my five. Yeah. Because I was just playing before we started, and I was fighting a mob of dudes, and I was just like, kind of like, fuck, man, like this isn't difficult, but I would really, if the camera, if the lock on and the camera would just stay focused on who I wanted to, I would feel like a little more smoothness, and I would feel more badass, which in turns make me makes me enjoy this more, instead of going, all right, fine, it's it's okay, it's it's seven remake, look how nice it is, it's still fun, so I'll give him a pass for this little, but. I'm still going to give it 5 out of 5 or 9.25 or 9.25. <laughs> oh, no. the, oh. the words you're saying and the score you're giving are as opposite as they can, like as no, far apart as they because can Because like be. I said before, I think every game should be graded on what that game actually is. And for what this game is, what they're giving us is a retelling of Final Fantasy VII. I think this is pretty damn no, no, near no, no. what they could have done here's how what it needs the... to be graded imagine if this game were not called final fantasy 7 remake and was just called fucking the fate of the duelist or whatever fucking stupid name right yeah, i'd say like you would you would play five, this seven and no, a half, no, no 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 you would play this for two hours and be like this shit is wonky dude like what a shitty combat system and then eventually you know you'd be like oh there's some depth to it it's actually better I would say you'd be in the maybe eight, you know, maybe seven and a half, eight, seven seventy five, eight. That's probably what I would say. But since yeah. it's Final Fantasy, I say high eight, low nine. Because again, I am not saying it's a bad game. I'm, I am just struck by how shallow it feels to me. And again, it is shallow. It could yeah. open up, but my friend Justin is pretty far in, and he's like, it does not open up. It gets deeper in terms of the material system, adding depth to the combat, which is cool. Like, so I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to know that I, I didn't even realize what Elemental did. I just saw it and I was like, mm, I'm not really using magic yet. Like, I'm not fucking around with the spells. I'm just equipping whatever I know kills robots, you know, whatever. So that's cool to know that it puts an element on my weapon. That's really cool. Now I'm going to fuck with that because yeah, it's cool. that's a cool thing, right? And there, that's right there. That's a clue into there is depth. There's, there's a lot of depth to the combat system. I just feel like it's like this weird interactive movie where it's like story, 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 fight some stuff, story, 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 fight some stuff, which in fairness is most games, right? Like if you were to break it down to the barest of bones description uh, of a most game. Most current games. Right? Most like, current games are no. basically movie, 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 gameplay, movie, yeah. gameplay, movie, gameplay. And what I mean is like if you were to just break it down to like brass tacks, right? So like any RPG is story, 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 fight, story, 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 fight, because that's what you're doing, right? But most other games, it's like a lot of like walk around, fight, explore this, go over here, hidden item, this, that, the other. Right now, which, look, I'm already wrong because I've missed something. But <laughs> I've missed one thing, you know, one little section that I don't even, who knows how I fucking missed that. Because if it's a ladder, I literally ran everywhere. But whatever. 
I missed something. So there is some stuff, and and that's why I'm not giving this like a one. It's not a shitty game. I, it might. I, I think it might be a three and a half to a four by the end once I'm done with it. But even then, I I would say three and a half is probably going to be the max I'll give it. But I'll revisit it. You know, we'll, that's we'll okay. Talk, we'll talk about it again because that's still a decent game. It is not a bad game. I don't think it is a must buy for fans of Final Fantasy. I I I, do. I disagree there because I think it's so stripped down and it, it so much is not here that like I'm more of the mind that like no it's good like no it's it's a good game what do you think it's not there from the original to this as far as like other than combat stuff that we've definitely talked about like what exactly is not there like a lot of the story beats are there the characters are re-envisioned the locations are re-envisioned and they're not just re-envisioned they're re-envisioned faithfully there's even like things especially like in wall market and things like that when you get to that like that's like exactly from the game that dude is there exactly like the game like there's a lot of things that are there from the original to this um other combat like i think i know i think i know at least from my end what i can say is is yes a lot of things are represented but there's a lot of substance lacking and that substance is lacking in the form of mindless um random battles but that was kind of part of the game. Like right now, dude, every every battle is like counted. Like you can't just go, man, I like this area. I like these enemies. Let me fight more of them. This game kind of just gives you like a path and goes, hey, there's 30 monsters in front of you. Once you're done, you move on to the next part. And before it was more like, I think the, I think the whole kind of like the whole thing about walking in an, in an RPG on an overworld map and then getting hit with the... Doom, 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 ba-doo, 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 ba-doo. and you get sucked into a random battle and you're like fuck what's gonna be in here hopefully it's just like a little but you ice know, thing if this is just the midgar portion of the game you don't go to an open world till you're done but, hey but still real quick but still in, in, in the og you could still walk around and get into random battles and fight shit for fucking five hours if you wanted real you quick. can't do that anymore go ahead Aaron. that's what's missing that's what i'm saying <laughs> Yeah, okay. like to I'm, finish I'm, what I'm I was saying, that I can't walk around and fight shit. No, no, no. What is missing is the rest of the game. So what I'm saying is, I'm of the mind that knowing this is a good game, fucking wait, wait till it's all done. Like, there's no point in playing all of it, like playing Midgar and then waiting three years. Like, what the fuck is the point of that? Yeah, play all of it when it's out. Like, there's and and again for mega fans, great. Like, and okay, I, I'll I will walk back what I said. I think if you're a Final Fantasy fan, it's a must-buy, right? Because it's Final Fantasy, so you're going to play it, right? So let's get that out of the way. RPG yeah. fan, wait. No. Okay. Well, no, wait. I think if you're I think if you're an exclusively not too familiar with Final Fantasy, then you don't really need to bother. Yes. But if you, yeah. if, if you, know, if you know the original ar- like arpeggio... Like the Final Fantasy. If you know that shit, yes, you buy this. Yeah. That, if you know what Moogles and Chocobos yeah. are, Fire, Fire, Fyraga. If you know Fyraga, then yes, this is. If you know Ifrit and if you know Shiva, yes, you need to come I back into this world. You're not even that into RPGs too. Well, yeah. You <laughs> might be more of like an intro spot and as far as like newbies, because I actually been hearing some people who are like. I don't really play RPGs. I never really play Final Fantasy, but this game is awesome. Listen, so I've heard that from some people, and I can. Well, yeah, they, the, you're saying, Aaron, like, 
I can kind of see why that's connecting maybe with people who are like dipping their toe into RPGs where this presents like some complex, interesting depth, like battle mechanics to it, but it does do it in such a linear progression that it can be more inviting for somebody who might get overwhelmed with such an open world well, that, that a lot of RPGs tend to do. It's literally know, made to, to be played by new people as well. Like it's made to be that yeah. middle ground. But, but again, there is a fair amount of depth. So it is, yeah. it's a good, it, I agree with you there. What I mean is like, if you're like, I love RPGs, yeah. this might not yeah, be the game I, for I you. I see what you're saying. Because yeah. it's not a Definitely. full story yet. Like I know that there is a, a, a full enough story like it tells a story and especially for people who know the rest of the lore you know it gives you that inkling to be excited with but it's not the full story so it's like i would say wait i mean if it turns out that it's three years then you'll probably play it again before you know it's whatever but like yeah who knows how long it's, I, I don't know that we'll ever get the full game i i truly believe there's a good chance we'll never get the full story I'm still a little bit on that too. I'm a little bit scared that it just, especially now, I don't, we don't have to go into it, but we've literally had one of the most devastating things to happen to the global economy in the history of humankind, yeah. at least in, in the 21st century, 20th and 21st century. So who knows what's going to happen? Uh, some dominoes have dropped that people don't realize are going to affect us. So who knows if all this excess of, who knows if $400 million movies are still going to be getting made. You remember, like, Fast and the Furious 13's coming out. It costs $300 million. I'm not sure if there's going to be that kind of money for, like, fake Ferraris jumping over uh, igloos, saving penguins while they disarm a nuclear bomb. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's going to happen much anymore. So I'm not sure if they're going to even be able to afford to finish this game. Uh, I still think if it's just Midgar and it's... It's just know. this. It's, it's, I'm a little more optimistic. Maybe not about them finishing Final Fantasy VII. I would agree that 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 that's there, but I mean, like, uh, you know, you just said that they opened the beaches and then, like, in 30 minutes, it was full. I think people yeah. are wanting to spend money. As long full as people of are future money, corpses. There are going to be people who are going to put it out. The question is, are we still going to have theaters to go to after this? And I think that's a little more. Well, I on did AMC maybe going out of business. Yeah, exactly. I did see an article about how AMC may not be able to survive, but they were. I mean, theaters have already been taking a huge hit. I think yeah. if they are smart, you know, you have to adapt with the time, and that's where Blockbuster failed, and that's where a lot of these companies that have failed failed is because the internet exists. So yeah. what you need to do is cater to everybody. Maybe, you know, I I, I don't know, just spitballing, right? Maybe you sell your movie ticket and also. Uh, have a free download for you know being able to stream it for eight hours. That. Did you see that? Uh, my daughter wanted to watch some movie. We didn't do it yet, but it was a movie that was supposed to come out of the theaters. But with everything that happened, it didn't. So you can rent the movie for oh, twenty dollars. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, you can rent a bunch of movies on Amazon Prime right now. I rented um, the movie about the people getting hunted by Democrats. The or hunt. Whatever. Yeah, that was re- and it was really fun. Uh, I rented uh, or Invisible Man was up there. They're doing that now. But what I mean is, like, going forward, there may be something to where it's like, you know, either you can go to AMC's website and pay $15 and get a download code that is only for you to watch or whatever. And, of course, people are going to pirate off that. But you just got to know that shit's going to happen anyways, right? Fire sticks exist, whatever. You need to be able to adapt to the time. With my 
my problem with Final Fantasy VII and why I have a real distinct feeling is we're never going to get the finished version. And I hope I'm wrong. Like I'll be the first to say it. I'm hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope one day we have the complete saga and you can fucking play one disc, you know, or whatever, one future, you know, mega Blu-ray or whatever, you know, whatever we're at at that point, or even three or four, whatever. My problem is again. 10 years and like you know jesse made a valid point two years ago they restarted but that doesn't matter they were still making this shit for 10 years yeah yeah the the assets were there it was the um the gameplay system was scrapped yeah crystal dynamics didn't do a good job at making the gameplay but all the assets i imagine were built the city was built whatever it was probably just the combat mechanics and maybe the structuring of the mission systems but even then, how the fuck did you not realize for eight years that these guys weren't making a good game? Like, because they weren't moving around. They, they they weren't really working on the core gameplay structure for probably the first couple of years. They were working on all the assets. Yeah, so that's fair. They gave it to Crystal Dynamics. And Crystal Dynamics isn't even a fucking good company. They have shit under their belt. I'm going to look them up. I think they have one game that they did that was, like, chartable and... Uh, People were saying, like, why would Square even give Crystal Dynamics 7 Remake? Yes. Uh, I could see giving like, them... Why would you do that? I could see giving um, them, like, a fucking, you know, Vita offshoot. The Damn, dog, your boy's about to t- take a real hard hit right now. Yeah, they I'm did. I'm about to take a real hard they hit. They did Tomb Raider, the game you're just sucking its dick yeah. for, like, three weeks. Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider series is incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. But you know what? Uh, this legacy. is weird. This, this, wait, this legacy cane is old, but wait, this is weird. Uh, and, th- and these are also the guys that are making uh, uh, Avengers, but the Tomb Raider games yeah. are, are great. And I guess the, the combat's very different. No, this is weird because the Tomb Raider games are great and they're fleshed out. It seems like Man, it it the only word I can really describe is it it seems like a shallow attempt at gameplay development because I'm playing I'm on the third of the Tomb Raider games and those games are crafted pretty well. Things are hidden, things like the world is you can spend a lot of time in those worlds and those games are great and I'm not getting any crystal dynamics vibes. Well, obviously, because they didn't use them. I wonder what they did then. They probably got caught up making... Like, they probably were trying to make too deep of a game. And not to be that... Probably. It was probably like, you guys aren't far enough along. We need to to get this game out. Like, it was probably eight years in, and they're like, motherfucker. Because what what, what I think is they probably had more... Yeah, it seems like... Because the thing is, I'm three three games deep of their shit, of a major franchise. And, I mean... Tomb Raider is around the same time, so it's the same because Tomb Raider came out before Final Fantasy VII. Isn't Square and, publishing the Tomb Raider games? Uh, in they a sense. Okay, uh, they were. They were. Hold on, I have it right in front of me. But anyways, so just you can pipe in one, or you know, it's not pipe. Chime in once you um once you see that, but just to fill time here, that's my only fear. Is like. Will there still be interest if part two takes as long or, or even five years? It's like, that's way too long. They needed to release this and be like, next year is the next game or, you know, next summer, here's this one, you yeah. know, or next. They need to have the next game halfway done right now. Yeah. They need to be like, yeah. you know, holiday 2021 part two and holiday 2022 part three. Like we've been working on them all simultaneously, which could, could very well be the case. You know what I mean? And, and I'm, I'm again. I hope I'm wrong. 
I'm just that's my fear. It's like Resident Evil. They've been pumping them out year after year. Yeah, that's yeah. How but that's because they're making them all at the same time. That's what I'm saying. They needed to be saying this is what we're doing. Because even yeah. Capcom didn't really at first even say that. They just were like, surprise, here's Resident Evil 2 remake. And then they were like, Resident Evil 3, surprise, next year. You know, like, that's cool. But yeah. it's not as venerable of a thing. Like, people were shitting their pants when Final Fantasy VII Remake was announced. Because it's crazy. Like, I mean, I, Perfect World, wish it was a turn-based RPG, just updated, maybe make a little bit more of the overworld stuff you know more interactive instead of flat backdrops but even if they just did like a really beautiful update to that i would love it right like we would all be here for that and you know most people are i, here. I would i would too but i mean i do like this that's what i'm saying fighting. most people are here for that right uh let's be fair everybody's giving it like people are giving it nine or ten out of ten great wonderful I'm not, but I'm the mind. I'm on, I'm on an island by myself, is what I am right now. No, you're now. not by yourself. There's a lot of haters out there, and that's fine. There's a lot of people, no, not even haters. There's a lot of people who have uh, very reasonable qualms with this, you know, and I get it. And I'm not going to lie, a reason why I'm so kind of plus on it is those nostalgia goggles. And I'm not blaming nostalgia goggles for being a bad thing. It's something that I enjoy because a game that, just came out isn't going to hit emotional strides in me the way that this one is because i have ties to this so it's i don't know man it's 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 kind of weird it's it's it is a weird topic with the crystal dynamics tour manager thing uh yeah idos montreal crystal dynamics and square enix are on the box 2019 still i thought they got out of it they are i'm a little bit confused as to like what the fucks did crystal dynamics do i think you were right aaron like they probably were trying to make too deep of a game it was but just probably taking them. Hopefully, they, they have the other ones lined up. What I'm betting was they were in over their heads. You know what I mean? They took on a project because they were already working with Square. They were already putting out good stuff. You know, Tomb Raider games were coming out, but then those games were still coming out. And then you know they're still making they're still making those and then making this. It's probably they're just not as big a studio and they didn't have the manpower and it was taking too long. I mean, well, yeah, and they're and they're French. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah it's- though you say that like a lot of other podcasts i listen to i'm coming across just some of the other ones i listen to I listen to a various number of video game podcasts uh, and um a lot of them i hear people kind of a frequent amount are like i never played final fantasies but this seven is fucking awesome and a lot of people praising this game that don't have the nostalgia goggles which i, know, I think it's because it's a very fucking pretty game and it's very easy to get into yeah. It's just no matter whether you've played Final Fantasy or not, you know what Cloud and Sephiroth look like, and you know there's they're 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 cultural icons, yeah. and this game is so pretty and fun that you I think that these newbies or these new people are getting a a kind of a dopamine rush of they're feeling like they're part of something culturally that they missed out on, so they're kind of excited about it. So, I mean, maybe I'm making that up, but I think because it really is, especially for a casual gamer, this is really easy to get into and it's really gratifying visually and you feel like you're part of something big. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. But does it feel meaty? <laughs> it's not meaty at all. No. Okay. Not yet. You don't as, long as, as long as Missions 816 says, before you go on to end game, here's the whole world, here's all four characters go do whatever you want, fight anything. As long as I get one point in this game where I can 
turn it on and go fight shit. Because like after leaving Midgar in the original and running around the world, and you could literally say, I'm gonna play Final Fantasy for five hours today, and I don't want to talk to any NPCs or do any story shit. I'm just gonna walk around and fight monsters in this world and see what areas I I can find. You could do that. You could just be like, I want to grind the desert mm. for a while. And in this game, you can't. Like the first time you come into a map, it's and you go into a uh, an assigned quest. It's populated with enemies. But as soon as you finish that quest, and then you find a, an open area of the game where you can run around, when you go back to that map, all that's hanging around are the rats or the little tiny grubashes. And it's like, fuck. I, like, can I run into something big and like th- that's why I miss random battles in that way. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought I thought it was cool when you were in the turning off the lamps when you were high up on the rafters. You could look around the level and you could see where all the enemies were, and I thought that was really neat. But once you kill them, they don't respawn. So, and that's it, cool if you want to backtrack. But I mean, I want to fight. The only stuff. time that did happen to me was in that first uh, area where you go to the warehouse and you have to like unlock all those stupid doors with a button. The doors to fight the dragon. Y- yeah, that part. Some of the enemies would respond, but it's the same guys every time. It's the little, it's the little fucking slug buddies. Yeah, little group. That's not fun. No, no. The group, the Grubashes, I think, are the the hummingbird lesser dragon monsters, mm. and but those little bug dudes, like that's not fun. No, like sure, I, I can go fight those all I want, but. And, that, and even still, there's, those three, guys, there's three mobs of two of them, and I have to walk ten minutes to respawn them. Yeah, and get the those, fuck out of here. Those guys jump on the wall, and then the camera's like, "Well, I'm done. I'm just gonna not. Uh, yeah. I quit." <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'll get more into it, and like I'm gonna play further. Obviously, like I'm gonna eventually You're beat gonna it. Beat it. I mean, I literally have no like. Okay, it's in fairness to the game and to all games on PlayStation. My PS4 is downstairs now because I have uh, someone living with us right now, and I have no, I have like no inclination to go downstairs and play video games because <laughs> I work down there. So it's like basically like go play video games in your office, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so yeah. that I, that's I probably a say, lot. Of it. I will say, um, when I'm not playing it. I don't draw and run to it because I don't want to like rush through it. So what I've been doing, I didn't say before, but with restarting Final Fantasy 15 and playing these other games, I'm trying to play other games. I'm trying to play 15 alongside seven so that I don't waste seven. Uh, so when I'm not, not playing it, like I'm not sure if I will jump back in because I played a couple hours today, but uh, I can stay away from it. But the moment I start playing it again, I have to rip myself away from playing. Oh, I am the same, except for when I start playing it, I'm like, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Every time really? I save, I'm like, can I get up and go upstairs? But in fairness, I'm fully into 14 right now, so that might be it too. Like, I'm just wanting yeah. to like do that because, again, it's mindless. Like, I can just play it. I don't have to think about anything. I can just like do dungeons and work on my interrupts for boss mechanics like oh i can kick this guy and stop him during this move and then like people are like oh nice one like because a lot of people don't do that so it's like you know little i get like something out of that you know i get a little like carrot on the stick seven i get yeah, a carrot cool. on the stick i'm like okay story 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 i already know this story and there's new stuff there the the stuff they've added i gotta say in fairness and as another positive has all been really cool so far some of it's yeah. like a little bit of filler, you know, there's like that, but it's like now Jesse's a character that you're like, holy shit, she has like a real story and there's a reason she's like this. And 
they they have yeah she's interesting she's the most interesting so far because i i mean it's japanese buddies so most likely her character is going to be like silly and dumb by the end so i really wish like somebody i really she, hope her fuck, character she, comes out what, well wait what'd you say again <laughs> i said she's thirsty as fuck man she well no like, okay but they so, tell no, you so that's the thing we can get into it no, 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 we're not going to get into it. She does, but she doesn't. She does, but she doesn't. It's a whole manipulation thing. So I'm hoping that her arc ends well, because I know that a lot of times um, just traditional Japanese writing is very tropey. So it's usually the first thing you can think of in your head and the simplest. It's well, if it always like kind it, of. It's not good. It's, I mean, if when it comes to like these OG Japanese art, JRPG like tropes, they're usually really. It's the first thing you think of, so it's probably not going to be too deep. But if 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 she was written by somebody who is a good writer, her whole arc right now with being a manipulative actress who's trying to manipulate Cloud, and Wedge tells him like, "Hey man, don't listen to her, dude. She's just she does that with everybody. She's gonna yeah. make you think yeah. she likes you, but she's really fucking with you." Like I thought, like, wow, that's a really cool thing because originally we had Tifa and Aerith. Which were these two girls who like like you, Tifa, obvious, uh, childhood friend, of course she's in love with you, Aerith, obvious, sheltered girl who knows that she's going to be sacrificed for some reason, falls in love with this hero, those are very tropey, Jessie is like a new style character, she's this weird manipulative chick who came from the suburbs and she freaking is, wait, what's that I said, I hope it's what you say it is, that she's just manipulating them. I agree with you. Like, I, I would, like that. Take. Well, yeah, Wedge told you. Wedge said, hey, mm-hmm. Cloud, be careful, dude. Like, she does that with everybody, man. And that's why she always pretends to like you, but she goes, psych. And there's even two, there's a decision once when you're talking to her where um, the decision is either like, it's not really flirty or not, but it's like, I forgot what the decision was. And, um, it's like, let's just pretend the question is, do you like me, yes or no? And if you say, like, yes, she's like, I like you too, psych. But if you say, like, the negative option, uh, she goes, hmm, I guess I'm coming on too strong. I guess I'll ch- change my tactics. And she literally says something like that. I'm paraphrasing. So if you are cold towards her, she literally breaks character and goes, ah, shit. Um, I guess I'm being a little too forward with you. I'm going to change my my way of talking to you. So we know that she's like an actress who's manipulating you, but we don't know. Maybe it's just that she's manipulating you because she's emotionally damaged or maybe she's kind of shady. Uh, One idea that I did have, which I thought would be really neat because I don't really see this game having DLC uh, like the way God of War did. But one thing I would really like is I would be down to pay $15 for a two hour or three hour DLC that was simply a mission of Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse. After there's one part where you separate from them and they all run three off together, and I wouldn't be, I would be totally, totally down to play as a team of them three because Biggs just uses a pistol, so that's easy to program. Wedge uses a uh, like a shotgun or something that's easy to program, and Jesse could be some kind of healer. So I, I think that would be cool. Their their models are already in the game. You already have the gameplay mode set up, the gameplay battle system. I would be really happy if they gave us like maybe a Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse side mission or side DLC because I don't expect them to patch in Yuffie and Vincent, Sid, you know, who am I they missing? Keep talking about Yuffie's town, though. They were part of the Great War. Yeah, yeah Wu Tai. She'll be in the next game, but 
Yeah, they keep mentioning That's where Yuffie's from. That's the war. I don't know if I remember that from the original, even from a recent playthrough, that they talked about a great war in the original. I don't remember them saying it was with Wu-Tai, though. But in the remake, they're making those comments. Yeah, I've been hearing Wu-Tai again. I don't remember what Wu-Tai was. That was that's like, I've been hearing Yuffie's, it now. Yuffie's town. That's yeah. where she's okay. from. Okay, Wu-Tai is Yuffie's town. Because I've been seeing it as I'm playing. They keep playing. The, um, some of Shinra buddies are like, they're like, oh, these these bandits, they're tied to Wu Tai. And they're like, what the fuck's Wu Tai? So yeah, I do like how Shinra's grimy and like they're overseeing everything. And they're like kind of making Shinra is kind of making the whole terrorist thing happen because Avalanche isn't big enough to actually terrorist terrorist attack uh Shinra. So Shinra's going, It's fine, you can pretend to attack us and we'll attack ourselves and we'll blame it on you. So like it's almost like Avalanche is getting into this fight that they think they're ready for, but they're not because Shinra's blowing up their own shit, pretending that Avalanche is. So on that aspect of that kind of stuff, I, I do enjoy it. Yes, there are qualms about the battle system and the fucking camera lock on, but in the end, I am happy I bought it. I am enjoying playing it. I don't think I'm going to play anymore tonight because I'm afraid of getting too far. Um, after we hang up, I'll talk to you, Seth, and see where I'm at. Because I I want to play a little more, but I don't want to waste the game. Because I'm really afraid of the credits rolling at any point. I have no idea where this game is going to end. Pretty sure I have an idea a little bit. Uh, and I'm scared of this game ending like the next time I play it. And I don't want that to happen. So I might go back on to 15 after we hang up. But I do love this game. I think it's great. And Aaron, when you get to wall market you need to call me so i could be there for you emotionally i if don't want you to get me, angry you can just beat it for me say again so if that thing annoys me you can just come beat it for me I'll... no it, it, it once i tell you that like i'll let you fight it first and then it's the enemy i won't say what enemy it was even afterwards but you'll know because i said i really hope this one enemy is in the game because like it was such a weird ass enemy i wonder oh, the if they could make it yeah, yeah. So uh, that thing, you fight that thing. And it's it's not like the OG version. And it's kind of cool. It's like a boss fight. But it's got like a weird gimmick to it. And I don't think I know fully how it works properly, but I was able to manipulate it and beat it. And the way that I did it, it's annoying and it sucks. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. But, but um, I, I, I think a, a problem I'm having is uh, ATV is regenerating very slowly so i think i need to get some atb materials or something because sitting around and waiting for your freaking to be able to cast a spell or use a potion oh yeah it's like the uh, it's like the opposite of 15 15 let you do it whenever you wanted this one bro unless you're actively striking something your atv gauge takes fucking forever unless you're wearing one specific material yeah, um, I will say that's something that annoys me is that I can't even just... Like, I understand for casting spells and things like that, but, like, what about using items? Well, there's multiple material that help with your ATB. There's one that gives you a jump start on the growth at the beginning yes. of the battle. There's one that speeds up the growth when blocking. There's yes. um, There's another one that uh, when you tap L1, R1 together, it gives you, I think, both ATB bars, but I think it's only once per battle, but it gives you, like, a quick jump oh much neat i I mean i would hate to waste an entire materia slot for that but i guess that is kind of a for you to get two bars of atb once per that that is kind of like a 
what do you, what would you call it? Like a like a safety mechanic, like a, like a last like a last resort. Yeah, I believe you get both. I, I'm not. I could be mistaken about. I know it. You tap L1 R1, and it does something to the AT bar and the effect that I think it gives you both. But I know it's like only once per match you can use it, and um, yeah, I, I want to say it operates that way. But uh, check it. You know, I could be wrong on that one. But yeah, that one also applies to your ATB gauge. In fact, a lot of the things that Chadley gives you through all your assessing of enemies is actually a lot of material that's designed to work with your ATB gauge. Yeah, he's so. very useful. Definitely look at what he what he basically wants you to do is he wants you to scan every enemy and he wants you to hit every enemy with their weakness. So just always try to do that and then talk to him often because he'll just make materia and the thing is he'll sell you the first one cheap as fuck it'll be like 100 or 500 gil and then if you want a second excuse me a second one it'll be like 5000 so he'll yeah. always sell you one really cheap so you can try it out which is great and then as you'll see soon Aaron he'll start providing like some materials some summons i got the second one which was silly i was I wondering it, but you get for second like, i was wondering i'm like how come i've only gotten one summon and I guess yeah, I got four. Uh, right. Ifri, yeah, the answer Ifri, is I missed right? the chocobo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say again, Aaron. The, I said the issue is I missed the chocobo. Yeah, you missed oh. the chocobo materia. Yeah. But so let me ask this: so with the pre-order, what was the pre-order bonus? Not the cactuar, because that was with the deluxe edition. The pre-order bonus was chocobo, right? Or chocobo and moogle? Chocobo and moogle. Uh, yeah, chocobo and moogle. Okay, so I didn't get the chocobo and moogle until I found it in the game. Yeah, me too. And that was the fan. Oh, oh, see, I didn't have the code yet. I just got it. Okay, so uh, maybe that's what it is. Oh, maybe it's you. So you find you find the Chocobo Moogle in the game because I was like, where the fuck is my Chocobo Moogle shit? And then, then you meet the kid, and then eventually he's like, hey, I've created a battle system that you can fight a versus thing and i've been working on the shiva shit so you can fight shiva then he'll give it to you and then i recently came up and he's like i have another one and i won't say what it is it's stupid but it's funny but whatever and i thought that thing killed it so yeah like he'll i'm wondering how many summons we're gonna get because with chocobo moogle and then cactuar which was the bonus which we'll eventually pay a couple bucks for um, and with the one after Shiva, sure, summons fine. But hey, man, can I get some serious summons in here, please? Like, yeah, like Ifrit uh, like th level there's Ifrit serious. And there's Shiva, and they're sick. Um, I get it that Chocobos are very classic and people love them, but I don't really give a fuck. I mean, it was in the original. Chocobo Moogle is great, fine. Fuck it. I'm gonna spoil no. it. No, he, he could have got, he, he got it. He could have got it. That's not this it's not tied to that. So I don't know what that is for pre-order, but But I want no, dope shit. I want no, dope shit. It. I want Rama. I want Leviathan. I want freaking Bahamut. And I feel like they're gonna be like, it's Midgard, don't worry about it. We'll give you those in the future games. And we're not gonna get those because these assholes aren't gonna put those games yeah. out. Like I want I want I want to see Bahamut Zero current gen stuff and we already know we're nowhere near that like if we're ever going to see knights of the round no. we're all going to be deep into our 40s <laughs> <laughs> deep deep dude. like by the time we all see 
nights of the round, we're all gonna have at least two prostate exams. I've already had it's a gonna up my suck, ass. dude. Oh, that's I'll true. You've had some butt stuff. <laughs> I'm sad. Seventeen right now, so I mean, like, so far no kids, but I definitely will be a grandpa by the time I see that. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, uh, I missed. Hey, I missed Chocobo so and Moogle. I don't even have the code. Well, I just got the code. It just came to me from Best Buy today, actually. Um, which is for the cool. Chocobo Moogle. Yeah. Oh, that's freaking perfect. Put it in, and and, but you can't backtrack can't to that back. fucking area. I don't think it's tied to that. I, I was just kind of looked it up while you were talking, Jesse. I don't think it's tied to that pre-order. I think no, just it was called it. Chocobo Chick Summon. Yeah, there's something different. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my bad. So in the game, you get a Chocobo Moogle Summon. You can find that, Aaron. So I have downloaded well, I can't now. a Chocobo Chick Material DLC, but I don't know where to find it. Um, I remember reading a little thing, but I didn't read too deeply. And someone was like, yeah, it's mad hard. You got to go, like, not in the game. You have to go to your PlayStation settings somewhere and set some kind of thing, and then it will show up in your game when you launch it. I'm trying to figure out where it is, but for some reason, the uh, f- uh, 7 Remake pre-order bonus materia summons are hidden, like, in a weird way. Uh, but then again, I have Chocobo Moogle Summon. Now I have a Chocobo Chick, a little baby chicken. Dude... Get your Kingdom Hearts cutesy wootsy shit out of here. Can I get Edge Lord? Oh, so shit? how you get them? <laughs> how you get them is you go into system while you're in the game and DLC, and then you can download them, or you uh, can okay. get them. But yeah, yeah. There's Cactar. There's Cactar. There's Carbuncle, and there's Chocobo Chick. I think Cactar and Carbuncle are from the higher pre-orders, which is like fuck you. Yeah, fuck that. Man. I mean, but still, Cactuar. And Carbuncle and Chocobo Chick are all QC plushy baby Goo Goo Gaga shit. Can you give me an Edgelord I didn't mean to do that either. Sorry, I was typing and I fucking hit it. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, man, like, I don't want this game just to be cutesy shit. Like, dude, give me... Uh, wait and see, wait and see. I got hope that that battle system of fighting all the uh, summons is going to lead to some fun boss fights that lead you to so. some of those edgelord summons so uh let's fight some edgelords man Dude, I'm hoping. i hope, hope so man because i'm about to spoil what the latest summon i got aaron do you care no i don't care god damn it so the first summon he gives you is shiva sorry listeners but it just don't really matter uh shiva's cool whatever you fight an ice queen that's fun it's nice you can fight yeah. her hey. next summon is fat chocobo it's just a big fat chocobo that's silly yeah. and funny and Humpty Dumpty. Ha ha. Look how funny and cute. Did this you see big him fat chocobo is. What's, what's the guy with the lantern who comes up to you and stabs you with the knife? That's a Tauntaun. Tauntaun. Did you see him? He, he makes that dude and he makes cactars. He makes that dude. He makes some oh, of really? those weird. See, I like Tauntauns even though they're cute because Tauntauns are evil as fuck. Yeah, that was a Tauntaun was walking around my battle with him. I was oh, like really? watching myself because it tried to stab oh, me. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? You're right, because when you're fighting him, there's a mystery energy bar, but you only have to kill the fat Chocobo. But anyways, they've wasted three summon slots. Chocobo with Moogle, Chocobo Chick, Fat Chocobo. I think there's and only nine it's, total. 
it's that fucking sucks because then there's Carbuncle and Cactuar. That's five. Then we have Shiva Ifrit. That means all we have left is two. Mm. Yeah, again, it's are they short. Short. Sucks, dude. Since, uh, those counted probably, in this? Probably, mm. dude. That fucking blows. That's a bummer because. <laughs> and there's only like, eight I, for me I'm now. Not, <laughs> I'm not. No, you'll get them eventually. Though, I mean, dude, eventually just buy it for a dollar. No, so, you I mean, can. Um, I know that after the game is over, they let you go back and pick up things. Like you can go back to any mission and replay it. So I'll just go get it then. Oh no, you'll you'll be able to go back to those before you're done with the game. Um, you'll be um, rich. As, soon as, as soon as you can go back to Sector 5, you can find it. I hear there's a hard mode unlocked once you beat it. That's yeah. actually what I'm interested in playing through on that. I, was at, I can't imagine yeah, being so like, I want to play again when I don't even really <laughs> play now. I, I get, I'm just, for me, I haven't had that experience. I'm actually having a pretty enjoyable experience with the battle system and everything. So I'd actually like to go back on the harder difficulty and see what that does because honestly for the most part this game has been feeling fairly easy i mean the boss fights have been interesting but i have been kind of blowing through a lot of it so i'd be interested to see what hard mode uh does i mean Um, i heard what hard mode basically is is it's they just scale the enemies up to your level so mm. it's not going to change anything uh i forgot who said it i think it was acg was like a little upset about it where he was like, it may not have been him, it was whatever, somebody was basically saying like, man, they just padded this out to make you think you're unlocking like end game, but it's mm. literally just like play the game again and uh, enemies are your strength, which means it'll be like the first time you played it. Like you, you're not going to mash through everyone. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully there's more stuff, but you know, uh, I think God of War may have fucked a lot of people up because God of War dropped with zero DLC and is still lauded as one of the best games on the PlayStation 4 and they deserve that. And I think like some people might think they could get away with that. And I'm really scared of this game coming out and just never have any support contact content when they should because in the end they're going to make their money back. And that's kind of a bummer. I still well, yeah, give it the high ranking, but there's a lot so, of trouble. I mean- Gonna sell. I think it's probably selling okay with all the rave reviews it's gotten. So, I mean, you know, regardless, you're right. They probably made their money. And um, they're def- I, I think they're definitely trying to do another one. Hopefully it comes out. They made enough. But I mean, if they're definitely working on it. If there's a two, obviously, they've been working on it since they've been working. They, make, they have to be making them all at the same time. It just hopefully they'll be able to do it. And hopefully when two comes out, season two, volume two, whatever, Hopefully when that does come out, it will be uh, like completely different in the vein how like Final Fantasy 13, 13, 2, 13, 3, 10, 10, 2 were so different from themselves. I really hope that part two comes out and it's like a huge open world gnarly game that engulfs you in it and almost like Final Fantasy 15 camping sim because I can... We can let it slide for now because technically Final Fantasy VII started in an enclosed city. So you have the excuse of having no open world. But there's no way you can get away with this on the way to Cosmo Canyon and on the way yeah. to all that shit. You, you, the next game has to have an airship. 
Uh, I don't know if it needs an airship because uh, when you play into the original, you get the car first and you drive around uh, right when you're done okay, with uh, cars fine. the car. And then you also get the airplane that's also a boat. It's a boat plane where it's a crashed airplane that just skis around the water. So you get those first before the airship. I think you even get the submarine. Before. Well, yeah, no, you, you know airship. what I mean? I mean, you need but a yeah, mode of traversal over a big world. I think you get a little car and you probably get chocobos to raise and run around the city. And I, th- I mean, run around the world. And I think is if you get that stuff, I think that's enough. If if you're going to keep it contained into what happens after, because what happens after is you're going to get the whole backstory according to cloud of what happened at uh Nibelheim. Is that the right way to say it? Am I saying that right now? Uh, Nibelheim. Yeah. Nibelheim. Nibelheim. So you get the backstory of that according to Cloud, right? Which is not the real backstory, but you'll get the backstory of what happened there. Yeah. And then you uh you get the whole Barrett backstory, you get Red 13's backstory. And it's you true, get, you get that whole junkyard oh, segment with Barrett. Yeah. Yeah, you get the junkyard segment with Barrett and that whole backstory. And you also get the um the golden saucer stuff. You get all that. That has to go down, and then Bro, um, I'm I'm literally on my PlayStation right now, re-downloading OG Seven. Yeah, I had fun playing back right now. It, I'm man. just pulling it up because you know what? You're right. Uh, I'm so afraid of beating this remake that I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna pull that shit up too because there's so much. Yeah, they're so never they, gonna they, make this. They're never gonna do it. There's too much. Yeah, they got to do all that. Then you got to get to, uh, what is it, Junion? That's like the place that's like a cannon, basically. And it leads yes. down where the uh, underwater lab is at the submarine. So yeah, uh, you got to well, deal with some of that. And they actually mentioned uh, Costa del Sol, the little vacation spot. It's actually yes. where you go to after your your first visit into Junion. And then because you pretend to be a soldier in that one and you're like marching and there's a little mini game of well, that. Well, yeah, nonsense. that's when you're on the um, you're on the naval ship with Heidegger and you have to do the whole thing where you're pretending to be one of the the, the, the Shinra soldiers. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. so, so much they, in the OG game. They're never going to be able to make all these locations. And so that's going to be a lot of what two is going to be as I think if 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 one is a basis, I think two, you'll get. Cosmo Canyon, Barrett stuff, you'll get um Golden Saucer, and you might and it might end at, at Junion, which you acting like a soldier and all that kind of stuff. It might end there. Well, I, I think that would be good because don't you fight Geneva for the second time on that naval ship? Yeah, you do. You fight. Okay. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Don't say anything if you know, please. But I'm I'm guessing that this game is going to end at the final boss being the first time we find Genova because you fight or Genova. Um, I think you fight Genova the first time after like meeting Hojo red 13. And I think that would be a good place to end it. I don't really think this game is going to give us, I don't think this game is going to give us a Sephiroth fight and I don't think it should any, I don't know anything about the remake how it ends so i can't spoil any of that for you i've been keeping dark on that on the original though you see Genova in one of the cells with with uh hojo because he has Aerith captured 
And I'm assuming we're going to get all that with Red 13. He wants, yeah, he wants, we have Red to mate. He wants them to fuck so he can have like a, another thing another that ancient, will have, an ancient, yeah, another ancient that will live long enough or whatever to experiment more on or something like that. So, um, you get that it ends with you killing the president of Shinra and then his son Rufus. comes in Rufus and you even fight him too. Oh, that's, that's true. How Rufus it, might be the end. Cause I know we're going to see Rufus and fight him with his dog on the top. And then the helicopter, like these aren't spoilers. Cause they're the OG. Like, I guess that's probably the, I think yeah, maybe the conclusion. Sequence. Yeah. The, the bike conclusion sequence. of this game. Um, the bike sequence, yes, which we were we didn't talk about, but we retreated to a very early bike sequence with Jesse, which was great, and Roche. Uh, yeah. So I'm not sure where this is going to end, but I would I imagine that, if it's way. three parts, the second one pretty much is should probably end at the Geneva battle on the naval ship. But I don't know. I have no idea, man. I mean, if anything, now I'm thinking they should have called this game Final Fantasy VII Midgar instead of calling it a remake. They should have called it Final Fantasy VII Midgar. Yeah, because this is just Midgar, and do yeah. that. Have a cool naming convention. Don't do the Capcom way and just call it remake. But yeah. either way, we're you know we'll see where we're at. I'm doing my best to stay away from spoilers. I did see, uh, spoilery. I saw a graphic of Rufus or what looks like Rufus. So I was like, awesome. Because I w- two things I mainly wanted is I was like, I want to fight the Hell House. Because I always thought they were such weirdo enemies. I'm like, how are they going to make that? And instead of them being weird enemies you fight anywhere, it's a, it's a boss fight, which was cool. And I was yes. like, I want to fight Rufus and his dog on the rooftop of the Shimmer building. Like, I want I think, to do that. I don't know. I don't know. But I think you'll get that for sure. But then I also mean, remember, they're doing so much new shit. Yeah, they're being kind of faithful. Sephiroth shows up in the beginning. Separate. They're not really changing shit. They're just putting in different stuff, but you're still getting all the old story beats. You're and right. That's you what know what? Yeah. How we fight Airbuster was really neat. I forgot about Airbuster. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, I remember that thing. That's true. That's yep. where that's where this up. So hopefully, hopefully things go well. Also, I have no idea. I completely forgot. You can maybe answer this. Uh, I know we're running on time real quick. Um, where, where the fuck do you go in the sewers? I remember in the original going into the sewers and fighting a sewer monster yeah, and that's doing be, tsunami. Yeah, that's that's after Don Conero. Do you remember in the original that he put you through the trap door? He's like, oh. That's what it is. You're right. Question. He drops you in a trap door and it drops you into the sewers. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, nah, this is all original stuff I'm telling you. In the original, he drops you down there and then you're trying to run back to Sector 7 to warn them about their plan to crash that plate yeah. to, to destroy the place. That's all original, not remake stuff, but mm-hmm. I assume probably be following close. Um, so, and then you get that whole thing where I think you fight more of the Turks and Aerith gets captured and like kind of shit starts hitting the fan real fast and hard. So after, after Don, Cor- after Don Corneo, it's going it, to, it amps up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good. I mean, I remember the OG like climbing through the the tunnels and when all the guys are having the big meeting. And I'm really hoping that that's in there. You know, when you're going through the Shinra building, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. really, I'm really hoping all that's in there. When you have to get the key cards for each floor, yeah, like, I'm really hoping because 
I can't see this this remake making us like crawl through tunnels a lot. But they've been faithful with everything. Really hope games, even some of the mini games. They've added more mini games in this, but even the old like the squat stuff. It's it's oh the squats were the squats were dope. Yeah, Yeah, squats were easy to learn, mm -hmm. incredibly hard to master. The bike running very similar to the mini game in the original, but just the bike was shit. Yeah, 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 no, like everything so far has been here. So I'd have to imagine there's going to be the Shinra building climb. Like that's one thing you got to give credit to this game for. It's, it's been honest to its predecessor in putting everything out there like the original, but then just expanding on things with characters and all this other stuff. But you still have all those old, so far from what I've seen, even certain dialogue stuff is exactly from the original exactly even choices that you can make like there's a question presented to cloud and he's got a uh and you get to choose there's some not all of them have been translated over exactly but a lot of them have at least the ones that are kind of big and a little more important and from what i hear uh what I, i heard this i don't know what this is not spoiler but apparently the choices that you're making now affect some kind of outcomes later in this game but I don't know to what or to what extent or to 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 what I don't know. So, I mean, we'll see. There's there's I mean, it's a never ending. It's a never ending kind of like thought process to take all this in with this game. Yeah, but I think we've we've covered a bunch of it. I mean, I there's still more. We haven't even hit some nuances like the Jesse mission. Maybe I mean, well, I'm sure we'll have more to talk to in coming times about this. But I think we've. We fit a good stride. I think you and me are enjoying it. Aaron likes it. He's having a little bit of. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron's looking at it more realistically from like kind of like a non-biased perspective. I definitely yeah. have my nostalgia glasses, but I'm I'm also way more forgiving. Uh, I'm okay with glitches, bugs, and bad design sometimes if other things make up for it. Mm. But either way, I think you know we have a positive outlook. I think we all still kind of recommend it. Yeah. And if anything, always play the original. But um, yeah. I don't know, man. I think you got anything else in there, Aaron, for us? No. Aaron? No. I'm done. Word. Um, I think Aaron's done. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Holler at your boy. Catch that shit. Seth Myers. Where can everyone find you? Uh, who's next gaming.com. You can find everything there. Uh, official who's next, I believe is my Twitch. I've been streaming. I streamed all of doom. I've streamed eternal, all of doom eternal. And in fact, all of doom 2016 as well. I streamed all of that. I've streamed all of resident evil three nemesis, and I've been streaming all of final fantasy seven remake. So sometimes Very I'm cool. on the mic. Sometimes I'm not. I'm just play, and if you just want the gameplay there, that's cool. If I see somebody pop on and message, I'll pop a mic on and talk. It's fine, and you know sometimes I have it on. No, but I at least got it. Recorded. What's uh cut clips? What's good with the uh the Street Fighter the Gamer Needs Food Badly Street Fighter thing? You, uh, are you gonna drop that eventually? Yeah, man, I'm working on the intro. So uh, the intro is basically done. In fact, I sent you a link, and I'm looking. For oh, you did, you did. The- I'm gonna. I'll watch it after we do this. I'll watch it. I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, I'm looking for ideas on some music to play over the intro we made. And uh, oh, once that's 
mapped up, I think uh be good to drop it. We just we haven't been too quick on the gun with it though, because we've been on hold with all this virus stuff. We're not doing any more cooking. In fact, fuck the the cook of it is the one who got infected. Oh so, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean oh, uh shit. We've we've definitely just put it on hold, you know, because I didn't feel right either with the way food's going and stuff. I didn't feel right about like let me cook some food for something and everybody's like Bruh, it's not like everyone was starving i mean i get your idea you're being polite you're being polite but it's fine yeah i know I, I, i'm gonna I mean, watch I it actually, i'll give you some rights for the song doing another. yeah because i know you're pretty extensive has some pretty extensive knowledge on music and video games and i'm looking to kind of play with some songs with it so it'll uh, be a street fighter yeah. song i'll find you the best iteration from which game from which character yeah definitely uh, uh so I'll take a look and, and check that out. Um, so who's next gaming entertainment? Who's next gaming podcast? Who's next gaming.com? Uh, only on Facebook, Facebook group, hard mode only. You can check hard us out. Hard mode only. Uh, some uh, Final Fantasy seven clips soon. Of some of the fights I've had with bosses and things like that. So yeah, check them out. That's what's up, man. I mean, everyone always knows you can find me at Jester, J E S T E R nine, five, four, on pretty much anything, Facebook, SoundCloud. I mean, fuck the SoundCloud, but Facebook, Instagram, uh, PlayStation Network, holler at your boy. Aaron, where can they find us on our podcast? Facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. Same everywhere else except for IG, which is nerd podcast. That's what's up, man. So I think we're going to call it now. I'm not sure. I think it's been, what, two and a half, almost three? Three and a half hours. Uh, Three and a half. That's how we do it here on Nerds the Podcast, Off the Rails, Final Fantasy VII Edition. And yeah, man, we'll we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully Keith and Aaron can jump on and do some talking and uh, keep playing those games. Take care of yourself, guys. Goodbye.